Hello, what is happening, everybody? Round two, right? Right? Starting off with uh, a shot, small shot, and then some beer. There we go. That's the one. All right, Saturday night, you know, got to keep the party rolling. Got to keep that party rolling. Welcome to the Patreon stream, something I like to do once a month if you're new to it. And if you want to be a part of it, subscribe to the Patreon. Try to uh, give extra content as much as I can. And then, of course, once a month, we try to meet on here, talk to the Patreon family. Anybody who wants to be, you know, that's part of it and wants to come on and have a little chat, that's what happens here. That's right. So, yeah. So if you want to hop on and give your opinions about, of course, uh, what happened this week, because we're going to continue on talking about the DCU Chapter 1, join in. Join in, guys. Um, I'm also going to, I also just launched a new shirt on, uh, I, I launched a new shirt on my uh, Teespring, finally. One that I've been, that I had in my, uh, in my Photoshop for a long time, and I finally launched it. But uh, I don't know if it's actually showing up at the bottom of the video here or anything like that. Shut up, shut up. But uh, yeah. So I actually did launch a new shirt, which was cool. Let's see. It's not showing up on the bottom? Probably not. I don't know. My laptop's been acting up. But anyway, it's a Batman shirt. So I need, uh, I, I'm, I need to order one myself so then I can start and make sure everything looks good with it. But yep, yeah, launched a new shirt. I think uh, for anybody who is, in part, who is part of the Patreon, I'll do like a little discount if uh, you want to get that shirt. It's pretty cool. It's basically, I don't know if it's even showing. Or I could just probably share the screen. Yeah, uh, where's it at? I'll show you guys the shirt real quick before we start bringing on the Patreon. But I don't know, I just like I saw like an idea like this on on Twitter at one point, and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool idea, but I didn't like how I didn't like how the, the, they did it. So I did my own version of it, and I, I call it the Bat Font. The Bat Font just kind of took different fonts from sixty six, eighty nine, Batman Forever uh the batman animated series and batman beyond so it's just what it is right there so yeah that's uh it's in the thing right now so it's not too shabby gotta get gotta order myself one so i also gotta put the background up there so pretty cool not too shabby uh what up if you're still oh, okay jose oh you know you're gonna be on your break and you're gonna show up on your phone like you did last time don't lie don't lie don't lie Anyways, all right, let me say hi to everybody first here. I forgot to. All right, we got Alien Sex Love Noise Sounds. Ah! Hey, James Gunn to cast Isabel May for Supergirl. I don't know who that is quite. Uh, might have to look her up. What's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. We got MSGT. What goes on this channel on Saturdays? Uh, well, like I said, once a month, this is what happens. Another, you know, little added party right here. What's going on, Eric? So, uh, yeah, I had certain, uh, yeah, let's see, this is nicely soon. Yeah, I just figured since, uh, I mean, I, I posted it on the Patreon and I mentioned it on Film Junkie Live as well. I had a certain on-screen dinner plans for the follow. Okay, cool. Well, join if you can, join if you can. Who else we got? We got Tet right here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Saggy. Uh-oh, Saggy. Are you awake? You awake this time? <laughs> What's going on? Nice surprise, I know. Well, I figured I was like, you know, because we did one probably like, what, two weeks ago, maybe? 
but we hadn't done a Patreon stream in a long time, so I figured I'd do one quicker. And then, obviously, with the uh, the news that came out, what's going on, Mr. Phil? Always good to see you, buddy. You are here. You are here. Let's see. We got Miss Cat right here also. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And then, of course, Jose. <laughs> I'll jump on. So uh, just get on, get Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Nah. Yeah, last night was pretty much madness, man. It was like a lot of people. A lot of people wanted to come on last night, and I had two guests, so it was full. So there was a lot of, like, trying to, you know, get people to, hey, hold on, hold on, let's let the guest answer first. Um, I've been hearing, pe uh, hearing people try to say that the authority is going to be a commentary of the Snyderverse characters. Well, I don't believe that. What do you think? That's just people, that's just people prematurely acting like that. I'm pretty sure just by hearing what James Gunn said when he when he said it's a passion project is because it's going to heavily be based on the books. All these are going to be heavily based on books. Well, we talked about it last night. It was super, super smart. Happy Saturday, Christian. Super smart for them to uh, basically reveal which which books, which books these movies are going to be based off of. I think that's super smart because now they're like the books are selling out because people want to know. So just pretty cool. Just pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, start uh, start doing this. <laughs> Let's see. Let me down. Uh, all right. Let's see. You got some people. All right. Let me go ahead and set the invite. <clears throat> okay. So, all right. Because I'm going to send one through DMs right here because something was not working for the Patreon. All right. Posting it right now, guys. Post in the link right now. I should already have the link set. Uh, but you know, lazy day today. Always got to have a lazy day. I had a lazy day. I wasn't like, hung, wasn't too hungover, but you know, had a lazy day, watched some things. And then of course, uh, Patreon stream link. All right. There you go. All right. Sent the link right now. Let's see. <clears throat> Got that. Sorry. Sorry. Doing this. It smells like deliciousness. I like one third of these stories are, yeah, exactly. Grant Morrison. I mean, a lot of Grant Morrison is going to be interesting. There's some books that I've read and some books I haven't. So I'm definitely going to, uh, oops, I'm definitely going to be, uh, let's see, let's send it right here. I'm definitely going to do some homework though. But like I said, it's pretty smart that they're doing it like that. I think, you know, smart. Absolutely smart. Mm. Ah, all right. We get some uh, patrons in here. All right. Let's see. We got everything good. That's good. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on. We got Eric. We got Phil. And we got RJ. What's happening, guys? Hello. How's it going? Whoa. We got some feedback. Eric, is that you or is that RJ? It's RJ. Uh, I don't think it's mine. No, <laughs> no, it's not it's yours. Not mine. Yeah. Okay. RJ, are you driving? <laughs> no, I'm not. My just my audio quality. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I think you're all right now. It didn't sound yeah. like uh, it was bad when you came back on. Yeah. Uh, hey, 
uh, it's the first time for you, RJ. Thanks for uh, showing up. Thank you for being a yeah, part no, of the Patreon sure. family. Yeah, no, for sure. I've been to join for a while now and finally just worked out where today was the day. So Cool. Appreciate it. How's it going, Eric? Yeah, pretty good. Like I, like I said, like I had plans after last episode because like I had a pretty good idea exactly what I wanted to bring, what food I wanted to bring on. And I think you can all pretty much figure out what I wanted to, to do. Mm. But, you know, obviously, because I said, like, this one was kind of like, like I said, it was kind of uh, unexpected because it was so soon after last episode. So I was like, wait, because I already had dinner. But you know what? I got a drink from it. Vanilla Coke, everybody. Vanilla Coke. Doing a vanilla Coke. Nice. Yeah. Cool. But I will say, I do, have a, I do have something interesting to show. Like, you know how in Disney, like in... um in a Disney Hollywood Studios, wherever there's a, a build your own lightsaber. There's actually two. There's one in Galaxy's Edge, which is the super expensive one, and then there's the one by Star Tours, which is you know the uh, general, the more general, you know, affordable one. Which is, and that was the one that I built. And so this is my lightsaber, everybody. Oh wow! Yeah, That's double bladed. Oh, neat. Split double it into two. Uh, Kylo yeah. Ren type. Okay. Red. Yeah, light side and dark side. Like, see you like that. Interesting. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Pretty cool, huh? Not bad. Not bad. And Phil, yeah. how you I'm good, man. Great. It's like, get I'm a word cool. in. Get a word I'm, in. I'm cool, man. Just having, yeah. a, having a great time. Just okay. chilling. Drinking chilling. anything or just chilling? Oh, yeah. I just have some Arizona. I'm not drinking. Not boozing it? Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for uh, showing up. Uh, lots of things happen over uh, this week. How are we feeling Wait, about it? Oh, you know, it's it's been a while. I, I don't think I was on the last Patreon stream. I was busy doing something. Maybe I... When when did you do the last one? A couple weeks ago. It was like, like it was a couple weeks ago because I didn't do one for the month of December. Yeah. Because was it like got... the weekend of the the January like twentieth, twenty first, something like that? Okay, that yeah, was my birthday like weekend. That. I was away, so I probably couldn't have made it. Yeah, I think I remember you said you were going to Tahoe. Tahoe. Yes, how was oh, that? That was glorious. Yeah. Bet. It was fantastic. It was fabulous. It was awesome. I uh, went up to Tahoe, had a lot of beer, played a game called um, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. What the hell? I shit you not. It's like one of the <laughs> coolest card games I've played in a long time. But really, uh, watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Really good. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Yeah, I went to Tahoe yeah. for my brother's fortieth. Oh, there you uh, go. That was great. Yeah, that was like two years ago, three years ago. I think it was before the pandemic, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, beautiful up there. Um, Everything wish I had something fun to share, but I've just been knee deep. I just started at student <laughs> teaching, so okay. that's, that's uh, still congrats. something. No, yeah. yeah, well, no, thank you. It's just uh, I was I've just been knee deep in work, so this is how my life's been the last few weeks. So, yeah, cool. Like, uh, it's okay. So, you're teaching, what are you teaching exactly? Sorry, I, I forgot if I missed that. Uh, so there's some things I can't say because I signed legal documents, but basically, I'm just like doing an internship to like get certified to become a teacher. So, oh, okay, I was working at a middle school. So, mm. nice. well, that's something. That's something. I mean, it's not Tahoe, you know, but no, it's not Tahoe. <laughs> Trust me, once I graduate in April, I am trying very hard to plan some kind of trip. So I've not been, because you mentioned Galaxy's Edge, I've not been there ever since it opened. I've wanted to go for years, never went. So I don't know sure. where I'm going to go, but. 
pretty pricey though, isn't it? Or is it like reasonable? Uh, dude, I've been trying to plan a Disney World trip for months. It's so yeah. expensive. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live, RJ? Uh, I live over. I, I live over uh, same place, Scott, Birmingham. Alabama. Okay. So. Okay. So you're closest. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I, mean, I was going to go anywhere if you Orlando, but just yeah, the most expensive. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. yeah. I mean, like the folk. I mean, the family and I, like, we have we have the um, privilege, if you will, of like living in Florida and Central Florida. So like, we have we had annual passes, but the annual passes will be over in uh in uh, April. But still, you know, we made a lot of a lot of good use out out of it. As you should. As you should. Absolutely. Like uh, I said, this baby right here. That's pretty cool. Does that cost anything? That probably, I'm sure uh, that costs stuff that doesn't come with yeah. like your whole thing. Yeah. No, um, like like the lightsaber. Oh, it costs about thirty. But it will basically like with the discounts of my having an annual pass and all that. Okay. It basically, that's what it I was basically came, Yeah, basically this beauty, like it basically came down to around a thirty something. Uh, I forget exactly how much, but yeah, with the discounts. But like normally. Um, this double bladed thing would would have cost like I don't know forty five maybe fifty, but that's, yeah, that's not bad. That's not I bad know at that at Galaxy's yeah. Edge, like one of the things I saw because my brother collects lightsabers oh. and memorabilia too. Um, yeah, like there's the some, like the Cal yeah. Kestis lightsaber, I think, which yeah. like, it's like those character ones. So like those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. The Galaxy's Edge lightsabers, those are the ones that are like the high quality ones. Those cost about like two hundred bucks each or something like. But it's that's a pretty penny. Like this was the Star Tours one, which is like the plastic ones. Yeah, that, it's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now my brother has one of the. He has, a, I think, he has Mace Windu's legit uh, lightsaber. It was like two hundred yeah. bucks plus. Yeah, it was like he paid. Was, he paid some money for that, but it's nice. It's very yeah. nice. You know, Absolutely. when I was a kid, I went to Disneyland and we went to you know Star Tours yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. But I wound up getting a. Qui Gon Jen's lightsaber. Nice. This was like right. shortly after Phantom Menace had come out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah that I was mean, rad. I had like like um when Phantom Menace first came out, I had the Qui Gon lightsaber, but it was obviously it was the plastic one because it wasn't I didn't have the come out. But it was, but that was basically yeah, I, I got a kick out of Qui Gon. So there you go. Well, it's Liam Neeson. Who wouldn't? So yes. I've I've always loved that movie. Like I I watched yeah. it last night. Well, it was yeah. fantastic. I love it. I love that yeah, movie. Yeah. But, but but for me is because look, I was a kid. We were kids, and we like slapstick. So I actually, as a kid, I got a kick out of Jar Jar. And I understand people don't like him, and I understand why. But as a that's kid, a, that, that's look, not at all why I love the movie. But go on. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's the kind of thing. And same with the, the same with the um, the pod racing and all that stuff that where you put where the, all these like deviations from the story, like when they go through the center of the planet with all these sea monsters and all that. It's got nothing to do with the story, but it was fun because it's for kids, fun kid stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I, I will say, I still think it's got one of the best lightsaber fight scenes. Oh, absolutely! It's, I, it, hands down, without question, and arguably the best absolutely. lightsaber fight yeah. live action thus far. It really is. I mean, I know, like you know, it, uh, you know, the um, Revenge of the Sith, the, the Obi Wan, and and, yeah. and uh, that one's close. That one's close, but, it, but there's something about Darth Darth Maul and the double. Yeah. You know, obviously the two on one, and then when, yeah. when mm -hmm. Obi Wan just like goes, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and then yeah. just like when he comes out, just and it's just din, 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 din. I just remember the theater like erupted, going, it's "Oh the my score, god!" Man. The score yeah. is what makes us the, the score. Best. Yeah. yeah, of course, it's a classic. But but of course, lest we forget, Darth Maul had the high ground. What good did that bring him? That's true. You have yeah. a, you have a point there. Sir. Again, All right. 
We got William showing up right now. What's oh, going no. on, sir? What's, what's RJ hey, doing? Uh, that, that's that's what, like what walking into here? a really cool <laughs> restaurant and, and just seeing. Well, a listen, I would have been here like the last there. couple streams. <laughs> I didn't work out my schedule wise, so it's yeah, been, whatever. It just didn't you? You know, that's fine. You don't want to come slum with me. That's fine. I don't take that personally. <laughs> Congratulations on this whole teaching thing. That's going to age you about what twenty years? Yeah. No. Oh no, I know, I know. I'm already getting yeah. the moisturizer cream Scott. That's my brother. Scott, Scott's like what twenty one, twenty two? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's like yeah, he's very young. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so have have fun. Wow, yeah, what a wild weekend. Right Oof. All right, so let's go around the horn here, kind of like I did last night. Thank you, William, of course, for joining. And uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so how are we feeling? Okay, so basically what I was asking last night for everybody on the panel was um, obviously how are we feeling about this, uh, the DCU Chapter 1, and what, which, which is the one you're most excited for? So, uh, Eric, go first. Yeah. Um, I, I am very – I'm intrigued by all of it. I mean, look, um, as far as excited, well, look, I, 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 I haven't been excited – since like you know since um it was announced that like henry was no longer like the main dcu superman but like but again the fact that gun actually it, he said and in, in, well look i've talked with with cavill for x y uh, for any potential coming in in the future but as i am fascinated by what it is so i am intrigued by it so it's like gun you have my curiosity you certainly have my attention but the big thing i'm looking at superman legacy and i was just very intrigued by the title it's like legacy of all things okay this is the first movie about a young superman who's a rookie by now and the name and the title of the movie is legacy that's one of the things i was wondering myself yeah because now here's the thing um, we, we, we have talked about that if Henry Cavill Superman is going to come back, it would be in a kind of multiverse thing, like whether it's Kingdom Come or what have you. A crisis. And, yeah, crisis, and especially Crisis on Infinite Earths, because that's the one that I would love to see the most, because it would be, the Snyderverse would be a good counterpart to Earth 2 of, you know, the pre, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where Clark is older, he and Lois are married, and they have kids and so on. So that would be a nice little parallel where you would see Henry and Amy again, but it's like older, but obviously they're older and they have, and they're married and they have kids, but I can't help the, the thought has cannot escape my head. And maybe this could be wishful thinking. I don't know, but I can't help thinking legacy. What if a big part of the movie is rookie Superman learning about encountering and or having the knowledge of this of of other supermans and other universe uh, another universe who is more experienced and he's basically getting kind of desperate he's like look i'm a, i don't know what i'm supposed to do and uh, maybe he goes to another maybe he encounters by pure luck i don't know how but maybe another superman he encounters maybe no way home style i don't know Nah, i don't think they're gonna jump on that quite yet i'm just kind of i mean maybe it's not maybe, maybe not, not. But it is yeah. a, but it is a little odd. But on the same line, it's a little odd that the introduction to Batman, he's going to already have Damien. Yeah, which I think, uh, yeah, that's gonna yeah. Be cool. I actually watched Super Sons today. Finally, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed movie. that. That's a really it was yeah. Fun I movie. really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Um, 
And I was Animation like, you know, part of me was like, bad. he did Star Wars better than uh, the Suicide Squad. Just kidding. I, I agree. 100%. No, I agree. Not kidding. I actually thought they did yeah. Star Wars. I mean, there was like the scene when, like, uh, with Batman and Damien, I will kill you, father. Oh, father. I, I can't wait till we hear Damien keep calling him father, 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 mm -hmm. father when it comes to Brave and the Bold. But, Phil, I dig that. how about you? What, uh, how are you feeling about it? And what's your, uh, what stood out for you? Okay. So, uh, before the slate was announced, I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel. I mean, obviously, the news of Henry Cavill not being Superman anymore and James Gunn writing a Superman movie wasn't exactly uh, in my ballpark, I suppose would be the best way to say that. I don't know. Um, um, James Gunn's kind of a hit-miss writer for me, personally. He's now got the keys to the kingdom. Um, yeah. That said, uh, I wasn't really expecting much. I was expecting like four or five, maybe six projects he he full on did 10, uh, four mm. films. What is it like five shows, something like that. Anyway, um, you got creature commandos, Waller, Superman legacy, uh, yeah. the authority, which I, I, I was kind of shocked by cause hardly anybody knows them. Exactly. I, think, I, had, I, I had to look it up. I remember hearing the name before, but then it was just like, what? Literally like the only time I ever heard the authority mentioned DC wise is, Superman versus the authority. Okay, see, yeah. I've read Superman and the authority by Grant Morrison. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's a really solid run. Well, there you personally. go. And um, and of course, you know, you've also got uh the the the, the Themyscarin show, what is it, Paradise Lost, and you've yeah. got uh oh, yeah. Bold. That one that one really really surprised me. I didn't expect a, another Batman movie. I, I kind of in, expected Batman to be kind of a side character and coming in and out until way until maybe after Matt Reeves was done with his stuff. But no, coming out yeah. the gate with a new Batman and having it be Damian Wayne Robin, that's exciting. That that's hands down without yeah. question, probably my most anticipated project, followed probably yeah. by Swamp Thing, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, maybe. Mm -hmm. um booster gold yeah. i i can just already tell that that's yeah well, i'm not going to try and speak on behalf of it it really feels like some of the comedic cues are going to be peacemaker yeah. level that i'm not i'm not i'm just yeah. not no yeah. uh, uh no well, thanks i'm good well, but booster gold yeah booster gold is going to be like guns bread and butter seriously and look he and the fact that he said earlier that that he has every intention of bringing in the guardians crew but to, uh, giving them roles and I, again, I have been thinking this for a very long time that Chris Pratt is made that's, for that's, Booster that's Gold. That's the one I keep hearing. Yeah, that's I, I, I it seems like everywhere. that would be the case, but it's almost too obvious, and I don't exactly. Like, I don't like it. I, I, I prefer Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell. Well, yeah, I'd be down with that. Well, it's obvious because it's because he's is solid. It's a solid casting. Seriously, I know it is. No. but I mean it's just, but it's just too too obvious. That's all. Are, a couple things that for me personally that I took away from it though is like you know. It's almost reminiscent of when DC kind of in their modern era first started doing live action stuff because you have yeah. Batman and Superman on film. You have a Supergirl film that follows a Superman to some extent. You have Swamp Thing on film and then you've got Wonder Woman on television. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it's it. also interesting to me that they've got, you know, the authority and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow on there. I think. Personally, I, I you know people are calling the authority something close. Oh, they're going to make it like the boys, and I don't think that's the intent at all. I mean, you could probably no. make that that argument, but for me personally, I think the authority has the ability potential to be like the next Watchmen. And you know, there's that that, yeah. that rumor kicking around that Ben Affleck's been in talks to direct one of these flicks, and and you know, a lot of people want it to be Brave and the Bold. I could definitely see that happening, but I think yeah. it'd be pretty interesting if he wound up doing the authority too.
Yeah, I think like the main reason everyone thinks that it would be Brave and the Bold. I mean, leaving aside, well, he was Batfleck, but Batman is his passion. Like he loves that character so much that he agreed to play Daredevil because he thought that was the closest he would ever come to being Batman. Yeah. And so that's why I think, look, if he's not going to be Batfleck anymore, like still directing Batman, but not starring in it would be, you know, part of a passion, a passion project for him. I think. Absolutely. Uh, RJ, your turn. How are we feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I talked about this a little bit before, but what I like about it is you're kind of noticing if they didn't stray too far away from some heavy hitters, you got at least something Trinity related in this first chapter, which is good. You got lanterns. Um, For me, I'm going to go with two. The one which I think everyone would agree with is least towards like the top one or two choice is lanterns. You you tell me we're getting like a a space cop show with Hal and John, and it's going to be in the vein of like True Detective. That's crazy. I I mean that like that that just sounds like great. Like that's perfect. My my, other one. My my only thing is is just like you know just make it. You know, don't mess around with with Green Lantern. Just make it. That's my only. Just that. That. That's it. I'm sorry, RJ. Just exactly. And like, Like, just Hal Jordan and John Stewart being the central characters, and it's a detective story. This has only been the idea ever since. uh, Ever since David Goyer talked about it, Mm -hmm. right. The other one I'm going to throw in might be a surprise to people. I'm actually going to put Waller up there. And that's mostly because uh, I really like the people working on it. I mean, Viola Davis, she's always fantastic. But when they say, like, okay, writer and showrunners of Watchmen and the Doom Patrol show, I'm like, okay, you piqued my interest. Like, I don't know if that's going to be, like, a really, like, what's the word for it? Like, a really, like, show showy kind of show where it's like, oh, it's like a lot of action. But if you do, like, some really good character work and drama stuff, that might be interesting. So. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. like, it's going to, I mean, obviously when it came to casting, I mean, Viola Davis was just like, yeah, uh, yeah that was an amazing casting. It's like, now yeah. I can't even imagine exactly. a different kind of Waller. So uh, yeah. the fact I mean, that she's doing her own show. Yeah. Let me, I mean, let me talk, I, Eric. Eric, let me, right. <laughs> let me talk. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I just, but I, I'm glad that, that that's sticking around because, yeah, um, because she's fantastic, but it's just going to be interesting to see how it all like kind of inter- you know, inter- we, you know, the, the, I don't the whole thing about like how something's getting rebooted, something's not. I mean, I guess we just have to wait till after the flash to be to really get mm-hmm. a sense of where things are yeah. heading and anything like that. But sure. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, you know, in I mean, terms I, of Waller, it's like yeah. I, I, I just kind of like the talent involved behind that. You've yeah. got. Uh, oh, oh, man, it's it's Jeremy Carver. And I forget Chris, Crystal Henry. I think, I think so. I think those are the names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Watchmen. Like you have the two show, you have two writers and showrunners from Doom Patrol and and Watchmen, like some of the most successful shows on HBO Max. So there, there's, yeah. it's really, it's got some really solid talent behind it. I've, I've got. Good and you got Drew Goddard that also is in there too, yeah. part of the writing. Oh yeah, the, the writers room they've assembled. I really peaked yeah. interest as well. I really like who they got. Yeah. You know what really made me happy about that writers room? Mm. No, Jeff Johns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I will say, like, like, building on what Dave was saying, and I apologize, Dave, like, I I was building on, because what you said was exactly what I was thinking, is that if you were going to have one cast member be the J.K. Simmons for DC, 
who is always going to be J. Jonah Jameson, period, because no one else can play him as good. It would be Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Yeah, you have a point there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, all right, William. Now, I mean, you've been quiet the whole time you're here, so now it's it's time for you to it's time for you to unleash. Now. Nah, there's really not much unleashing. Um, <laughs> most of the, there was some stuff that he released on Tuesday that I, I have no use for, but I'll still get into. As a <clears> forty year comic book fan, I have never had a use for Booster Gold. I don't mm. think that's going to change, but I'll watch it. Um, the Superman and the Authority, I am aware of that stuff, but uh, and the Authority itself, it's been. It's been around for quite a while. I actually think it precedes the boys, if I'm not uh, incorrect. 1992, um, Wildstorm, I think. Yeah, it's it yeah. precedes the boys. So if, if 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 there's any copy, it's the other way around. The <laughs> Superman Woman of Tomorrow, I thought was um, um, it's an underrated book. I mean, I know it's it's shooting up in price now because people. Are I am blown books. away by like how yeah. much it's like it's sold out on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, yeah. like it's everywhere now. It's a yeah. Tom King book, so I ordered several of them when it came out. So I still got you know okay. plenty here. Tom but... King is probably at his best when he does mini and maxi series. When he does long running yeah. stuff, it's not quite agreed. Six, six to eight fun. issues, he, he's really good at the Green Lantern. Yeah. I thought it was a must if there was anything that they did release, no matter what else it was. Um, the Green Lantern finally getting out that that out there was a must as far as being able to tell stories on different platforms because you can use the green lantern ip to tell different stories with different green lantern depending on how you want to approach the story so i thought that was long overdue the paradise lost i think it probably that might end up being my favorite one uh he had me at game of thrones and as far as it being on hbo max it really needs to be sort of like a spartacus blood and sand so i hope they don't give it some pg or g-rated garbage if they're going to put it on hbo max it needs to be at the standards, well, the teaser image of Paradise Lost showed like one of the Amazonian stabbing yeah. dudes to the neck. So, I yeah, think, that kind of going I think it's gonna right be R rated. See, that's so the my... thing, too. And a lot of people were worried, like, uh, I mean, and then of course, I mean, I get it if you, you don't like James, James Gunn, I get it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't love him, I don't hate him, I'm right in the middle when it comes to all this. But, like, a yeah. lot of people, when, when I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've used like hyperbole in the past few months because it just seems like there's just so much hyperbole out there. Like, oh, he's going to make everything dick and fart jokes. Well, Maybe he's going to be the same tone. It's like, no, it's well, not. Well, because be we as fans aren't, and I'm talking to all of us, aren't, aren't the brightest. No. Um, <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's, it's, all, it's all emotions. It's a lot of emotion. That's well, the yeah. 100%. I mean, just, just like, just like the fuckers that were like saying to, about Snyder that he makes everything brooding and dark. And yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck, no, you know, it's like he can also he changes yeah. it up too, you know. I, mean, I think the most you... important thing, the most important thing when you're going to approach this is there is no such thing as James Gunn's uh, bread and butter. Yeah. Um, yeah. A storyteller yeah. is a storyteller is a storyteller. Just because... Yeah. You haven't seen something from someone, and usually it's because that hasn't been what's been asked of them. I'll go back to Jonathan Demi, the guy, who, the same guy who directed Married to the Mob, directed Silence of the Lambs. So a storyteller yeah. can tell a story if he's at this level. I mean, the guy who did the, I mean, the guy who did Deliverance went on to do Excalibur. So there you go. I was going to mention Dave too. Cameron did Piranha 3D. I mean, come on. Yeah. And Craig Mason, <laughs> who's doing The Last of Us, came from Scary Movie, movie. And Superhero Movie. That's so. true. Very true. I'll, I'll say this: like I've said many, many times, I, I've said it here on on, on the stream that. Is that well? Everybody who thinks that Gunn would just do do it would just like be like a typical Marvel, like Joss Whedon or Taika Waititi is like no. If you pay, if you watch the Guardians movies, he has 
moments for humor and he has moments for drama and he doesn't sacrifice the drop the dramatic moments for the hu- for a joke he, he is not joss whedon he doesn't do that like well, he taco is waititi. taco waititi jojo rabbit and then he goes on to produce what i consider to be trash and some yeah, of the exactly. thor movies that yeah. same guy put out one put out an academy award-winning screenplay Which I enjoyed. yeah yeah and then that same guy put out love and thunder yeah <laughs> But again, but again, it's like Gunn. Even his Marvel movies, he still had the dr- the drop the dramatic moments that were dramatic moments. Like that moment in uh, Guardians Two between where um where uh, Quill confronts his father about you know letting his was letting his mother die alone was like, and he's like, and he gets really angry about it. That moment where he gets angry about it, I was like, wow, I was blown away by that. That's pro- perhaps some of the best acting I've seen Chris Pratt do. No, yeah. yeah. And, and I also remember James even Gunn looking at the trailer for number three, I'm kind of going like, "Holy shit!" There's going to be some dramatic moments in Guardians Four. He was Marvel when he was doing Game of, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's now running the show, so when you're yeah. working for somebody versus when you're the man, your storytelling yeah. is probably going to evolve to a different level as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what we can hope for, right there. I mean, yeah. and you know, I mean, obviously, he's going to have his fingerprints on all the projects, which naturally, sure. just like Kevin Feige has his fingerprints on all the projects. But I do like the fact that they're emphasizing that we want filmmakers to do their thing. We're going to have different mm-hmm. tones. It's not that he even said it's not the gun verse. You know? Oh yeah, he he's. Well, did you guys? Did any of you guys read that uh, Variety article interview that came out the other day about like? Yeah, I think I skimmed it. Yeah, because he mentioned like because they went on like this him and Saffron on this big diatribe about how writers in Hollywood need to be the ones in charge, not directors. How writers get often disrespected in terms of the process, and yeah. he said some really interesting stuff about their filmmaking philosophy with this whole universe. And I thought like, okay, yeah. it's kind of reassuring a little bit. Like you really are trying to do something different where they like he, he kind of took some digs at marvel too a little bit because he talked about how so. yeah he he mentioned something about how when we start yeah. production we don't want it to be where the third act isn't even written yet and we're yeah. going to do rewrites I, as we're filming like, i think we it was a little that. dig at green lantern also i, I felt it was a little yeah. dig at green lantern because we know yeah. that that thing was a whole shit show. And, re- and remember he t and gun took a big dig at the old at the old you know regime for like what they did to Zack snyder oh yeah and, and what they did to uh, Cavill, too. Yeah, same kind of and, yeah, exactly. yeah, no. and now I, and I like that he got candid about that. I did. You know, of course. And uh, you know. To, yeah, and kudos to him for talking about Cavill. He's like, look, he's making clear, look, Cavill is not the Superman for this universe because my Superman is a youngster and a rookie, but I'm very, ups- I'm very sad about what happened to him. He deserved to have his full run. It's just not my run. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we kept on saying, you know, get the get Superman's house in order. That's what needs yeah, to be the yeah. case. And the whole thing that happened with Black Adam and Dwayne Johnson. It, and it, it's just a shame that. because I don't yeah. think that DeLuca and Pam Abbey and Zasloff set James Gunn up for success because, no. they, like, you're making a decision, which I understand it was a last minute thing. Cause it's either we do it or we don't do it. And you thought doing it with bolstered box office. And I get that you're trying to protect your financial investment, but you're also not looking out for your talent and you're not looking out for the guy who's about to yeah. step in. Cause I have to imagine while they were playing that black item cameo, they ha- they've had to have already been talking to James Gunn. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't, I think Zaslov was talking to James Gunn. I don't uh, think Abney well, DeLuca would. And here's what should have yeah. happened though. Here's what should have happened. Abney and DeLuca should have been put in charge solely of wrapping up what was pre-existing 
Yeah. James Gunn should have been handling everything at that point on. There I'll should still have been some cavil left because this is sloppy. This whole thing, as much as I like most of the stuff that came out on Tuesday, the highest I can give it as far as its success rate right now as we sit on February 4th is 40%. Yeah. And a lot mm -hmm. of that doesn't have anything to do with James Gunn himself. Most of it doesn't. It's just right. the way this has been handled. People are, yeah. you know, they're not uh, one brain cell animals. They don't forget about this stuff. And I'm not talking about Green. the screen. I'm talking about the general audience. A general audience doesn't have to be a nerd to know you hadn't seen Superman in five years. Exactly. Uh, so it's, it's a problem in the way this was handled. They should have gone forward with some Cavill projects to the point I mean, where it's, hold on, it slightly overlaps to what he's doing. There should have been a transition. Yeah. It should have been orderly so that your customer is not looking at a broken up piece of garbage and trying to piece it together in their mind while intaking this new stuff, which is some of it is very cool. But it's exactly. not whether it was cool or not. It's the delivery. Sometimes the messenger yeah. kills the message before it can even be heard. Exactly. I mean, we know the stories uh, and we've and many of us have been. We're in the theater where people cheered at Henry Cavill showing up in the credit scene of Black Adam. Now, you can say that, well, it didn't get the box office that we that we were hoping for. But still, the fact because that the people yeah. blame the guy who greenlit. If you wanted massive box office, blame the person who greenlit a C-lister. If you're looking <laughs> for massive box office when it comes to to Shazam, blame the person who greenlit the C-lister. If you wanted Suicide Squad not to lose, lose you know, money and don't blame the pandemic because other movies were released and they made their percentage, then blame yep. the person who greenlit the C-lister. Don't blame the film or the filmmaker. Some guy yep. sat in the office and said, yeah, some obscure character that the general audience doesn't know, let's go ahead and go with that as our pivot point. So I can't blame the movies that, that got me. And I blame the people who greenlit. You shouldn't be greenlitting Greenlighting D-listers when you haven't had your A-listers on the screen for five well, that's years. That's the thing. It's like yeah. the previous regime, which is they, they just were going like, that sounds like a good idea. That's they waited too long to form a plan is the issue. Yeah. They, they actually totally were starting did. to get things yeah. together for Flash to where Hamano was like, okay, guys, Flash is going to be where things start to come into focus. And then we develop like a team yeah. plan. And it's like you waited too long. Too long. How, how do you tell yeah. me that you're not the guy for the job without actually saying out loud? Hamada, for all his, his acumen for where he's actually suited for, this was a perfect situation of the wrong person uh, for the wrong job. Exactly. And, Will, what you just said just now, what he was good at, what he was good at was low-budget horror films. Low-budget. And what? Superman is not low-budget. Batman is not low-budget. Wonder Woman is not low-budget. Unless you want to get fired. Then exactly. Exactly. Go put a pick and save Superman out there. The only thing you can really cut money on is Superman is if you get a no-name actor who doesn't have the leverage to demand money, and even that's not going to last. What's going to happen? Probably. I, yeah. So you'll get that out of one movie. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly because look, I understand I why that off and the others. Why they, they felt they needed to reboot because of all the debt. I get it, but like you said, Will. You want to have goodwill with the audience. You have to tie up the loose ends of what we have. Yeah. By the way, reboot is a synonym for stupidity. I, I've <laughs> said that the last three years. If you want to look up in the dictionary, Google stupidity. Reboot is one of the words that comes up. Is trust it really? me. Trust well, me. Tell that to, tell that to, start to uh, Pierre, Pierre Saffron, who was addicted to the term ever since Shazam. Well, I can tell it to, James, to, to Jeff Johns, who's pretty much – one of the sole reasons why DC is a quarter was for a long time a quarter bin direct from your UPS box to the quarter bin, unless it was Batman, is because of reboots. 
Yeah, most reboots fail. People don't like to, like I said, they like to throw out the word because it. I think it makes them, you know, like they sound smarter. Like, ooh, look, I read the dictionary and I found the new word. I said reboot. Now I seem smarter, even though I don't know what that word means. Or I don't know yes. the ramifications or the or the you know the consequences. All right, but if you look at it case by case by case, overall, no matter what medium you're talking about, most reboots fail. So automatically, when you say you're going to do that, you're automatically putting yourself in a shithouse and digging yourself up out of that just to see the sky. That's your first step. So this is why I don't think he's doing a full reboot, because these people aren't stupid. Now, if they would have gone with a full, full on reboot, then I would have had some questions regardless to what he announced on Tuesday, because I don't think it has. It it goes from 40 to maybe 25. 40 is high. That well, thing to, the, the thing to take into consideration about the, the slate that he had, too, almost yeah. none of it connects to anything that we're going to see this year. Preview. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it is all, no, it is all brand we're new all, stuff. We're all kind of assuming like maybe a Booster Gold Blue Beetle uh, team up at one point, but then That'd again, who cool. knows if that's going to happen? You know, it would and, be yeah. cool. Yeah, this yeah. is my got two and, That's another thing that lowers their odds of success two and a half years till we see something new. Exactly. Just, that is the nature of the beast, but when you're, yeah. when you're a damaged credibility company, you need yeah, to do it. but that's part of it no, too. Where I'm thinking, not like two and a half years, it would be like next year because Creature yeah. Commandos and Waller are probably going to be due out before okay. Superman. I'm Legacy. sorry, two and a half years before we see the things the general audience will connect to. Yeah, but Fair the thing enough. is, but 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 I do find interesting, even though everyone keeps assuming that Waller and Peacemaker are part of the DCU. Gunn specifically said that the DCU kicks off, really kicks off with soup with uh, Superman Legacy. So, and he says that Waller, it, Waller comes out beforehand. So I really can't help thinking, what if we're assuming too much? What if Waller is really just gun right tying up the loose ends of what he did for the DCEU? I'm just thinking. I think it's partially that, but I think it also set some things up. It, it's like kind of like the prologue. I would say Creature Commanders and Waller serve as like a prologue and kind of like wrapping up some... Cause it seems like we're not getting Peacemaker season two for a little bit uh, because no. he's and other things. They didn't even announce it. That's what was kind of. No, they didn't. And I'm not sure yeah. if that's because it's going to be later in chapter one or if they're just like using Waller to tie some things up. Because if you saw the end of Peacemaker season one, it set True. things up for that Amanda Waller character. Yeah. So it really leads right into that. It does. Um, yeah. My only thing with this whole thing is that I know they probably can't, but I'm questioning if maybe they needed to take a break. Like, you know, Star Wars took like a couple of years off between movies. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if maybe they should have taken 2024 off, like completely, and 2025 off, and started this like two years from now or three they years They would be now. sitting next year to me at the Sci-Fi Center because yeah. they would have lost their employment. You're not no, I know. I, I, I'm guessing like, that's why. It's because of the financial yeah. situation. They can't yeah, people got People have gotten even angrier if there were a couple of years of no DC content at all. Angrier? How could they get angrier? But uh, we got some oh, royalty oh, coming into the chat right, or coming into the panel right now. A little bit of royalty that's uh, you know joining in. We got Mr. Enosh joining right oh. now. Wow. <laughs> you know, I just read the dictionary too. Next to uh, old, it had a picture of William. We'll get Charlie Brown incarnate. Wow. And a picture. No, no, see, unlike you, I have all my hair. Uh, I have so all no my Charlie hair Brown too. here. No Charlie Brown here. I don't have that's a thick head Listen. of my own hair, sir. Yeah, well. How's it going? How's it going? Can you just can William, can you just name me some reboots that failed? Please. Um New 52 has failed. No, I'm not talking about comics. I'm talking about movies. Name me some that have succeeded. I'll give. Yeah, I'll make name me some that have failed. 
Oh you, you're the one go. who made the you made the statement. Uh, I'm just, I'm just asking. You, I just, I'm not. Hold on, hold on. I want to make, I want to make clear, William. I'm not, I'm not just challenging you to be, to be a jerk. No. You just keep saying that that all reboots fail or most no, reboots. You said eighty percent of reboots fail. So I just want you to quantify that statement. Seventy-five. I don't care. Just you know, quantify the statement. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Go just ahead. gonna say this really quick. <laughs> if New Fifty Two really failed, you wouldn't have had a business. Are you serious? No, yeah. New Fifty Two failed. New Fifty Two sucked. Are we live? I mean, are we live? New Fifty Two had its moments, but they I mean, were no, mostly yeah. Down. But I mean, overall, nobody. I mean, if it truly failed, like as a comic business, you would not have books to sell. That's what I mean. Uh, well, for a while, he didn't have books to. I mean, he had that was the problem. He had too many books to sell because nobody was buying New Fifty Two. Mm, that was yeah. the problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, to, I'm I'm just curious. You're messing with me, Phil, because I know there's a sense of humor there. You, you I just, just don't, I just don't want to divert from my, hey, from my, uh, from my I'll actual question to William. Hey. How many movie reboots have failed? Which one? Hey, I got failed? one that failed. I can tell you right off the okay. bat. Okay. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh, you're talking about the, you're talking about the, the, the female. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, only, there's one that I know advice. of. There's one that I know of. Hellboy. That's the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the new Hellboy. Yeah, but, but it didn't fail at first, though. The, the, the it didn't fail yeah. at first, but the sequel failed. The sequel later. failed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, Dave. Like speaking for myself, um, as someone who would like enjoy the Tobey Maguire ones, when there was when they were when they're announcing, oh, we're going to do a completely different Spider-Man, we're going to reboot Spider-Man. I was not interested, and the only reason I have now to like go back and look at. I mean, I love Andrew Garfield, and I feel sorry mm -hmm. for like what he went through, but I didn't really have much of a motivation to go back and catch up on Andy, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man until No Way Home. And I was like, okay, now yeah, but let's, let's just be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, RJ was there. RJ was there. We did a complete, like we watched every, every Spider-Man movie start to finish. And I'll just, and I'll just be honest. I thought we, cause we were, the question was to me afterwards was, well, who's your favorite Spider-Man? And I honestly thought that Tobey Maguire was going to, was my favorite Spider-Man. I, I was already, I was already primed and ready to say that, but I'll be honest with you, even though Spider-Man, uh, the amazing Spider-Man two sucks and overall, yeah. You know they did him dirty. Andrew Garfield is the best out of all He's those so Spider Man, and, and he so and he totally guy. stole the show with No Way Home. That yes. movie was his Absolutely. hands down, and uh, it it just goes to show that they just didn't give him anything to work with. It's like a lot of things like that. They just don't give him anything to work with. Well, and, like, you know, like when it came to Amazing Spider Man Two, it's like they 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 were leading up to something. They were trying to do yeah, something they were trying. Big. And they and they, but then they just got nervous and they did that studio thing where they start. Well, going Sony wants to do. Sony just wants Dave. Sony just wants to do that <laughs> that Sinister Six movie so bad. They're trying. They're, 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 they really they, do. I know, they're trying again too. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't care how they get there. Like they don't care if it makes any sense. They don't care if if it serves the characters yeah. well. Sony has just got one thing and one thing only on their brains, and that is Sinister Six. They don't even yeah. care if the if the if the characters in the Sinister Six even make sense and want to be there. If they just want Sinister I mean, Six so bad. I mean, look at look at the stupid credit scenes for Morbius that had nothing oh to do with the movie, but screwed oh, it no up. Sense. Oh, so bad. Let's go after Spider-Man. Who's Spider-Man? Who knows? Let's just go after him. Hey, we just spent a you know, whole movie making Morbius into a good guy, but all of a sudden we're going to team him with the bad guys just for no good reason. They would have yeah. had. They would have been fine 
if they would have just had one more villain in Spider-Man No Way Home, because it would have been three Spider-Mans versus six villains, you would have technically they did. His Venom was there, but he wasn't at the actual battle. Sure, but you get what but he I'm wasn't saying. A bad like, guy. Yeah. That Venom is a bad. Basically, No Way Home was three Spider-Man versus the Sinister Five. You know, yeah, so yeah but but six, but was but... it because I love look I love No Way Home, but No Way Home was just basically hey let's put all of our villains on the couch and turn them all good again, right? Let's undo their pain, which made no sense because Sandman was literally a good guy at the end of Spider Man Three. He had a redemptive arc. He was fine. He was in a good place, and then all of a sudden you throw him in No Way Home. It's like yeah, we're just gonna make you forget that he was in a good place, and we're just gonna turn him bad. And yeah, I didn't like the, the Sandman part. I didn't like the Sandman part because I yeah I felt the same way too. Because the the, the strongest the strongest aspect of Spider Man Three was the Sandman. Yes. Part. Yeah. No way home though. They took out those villains before some before kind of pivotal the, moment. Before although, was although, like, either well, their death or some kind of emotional yeah. thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Although like in No Way Home, like Sandman turns it turns out that Sandman was good all along and he's just playing the other villains. I was like, Yeah, we should not and you think we were surprised by this? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's all it's a and we all just went, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. I know. Yeah. How do we get on all the Spider Man? I, I don't know. I don't know, I but don't know. I will just I will just say this. Uh, my opinion about about this this reboot, uh, or this you know, new universe. I'm I'm look, I'm excited about it. I'm I'm excited what to see what they do. What stood out for you, Enosh? What stood out for you? Um, I mean, what stands out for me, I, I think that. I think it's really interesting. I mean, look, I don't want to crap on it because they, they are going to tell stories that, that I want to see. I, I love the idea of seeing a Bat family. I love the idea of seeing live action uh, Batman with Damien. I think it's dumb to call it Brave and the Bold. That's fair. I don't think that I don't think that I don't think it's gonna stick. I don't think I like the title. I like that title. I think it's gonna be Batman. You do RJ because you just like it in title only. I like the title. Nobody's saying they don't like the title, but the title doesn't make any sense if you're gonna tell a Damian Wayne Bruce Wayne story. Yeah, I mean that that title like you can't just like throw random like oh well it it was part of Batman so we'll just throw that into the mix like well typically Brave and the Bold has always been associated with like crossovers and combinations right there's more going on than we realize yeah I'm just saying I'm just saying a Bat family I I guess that's my point too is is that I kind of have a hard time with the fact that we're not earning that. Because I, as much as I'd love to see the Bat family, and I'm all for seeing, you know, uh, those characters, you know, come into their own and get their own story. We're, so, how old is Batman? Yeah, he's got thirties, early forties. He's got to be mid thirties. Yeah. I would. He's say. literally. He literally has to be. You have to say that. But this Batman started off at like twenty. Okay, twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know. But I mean, the thing is, is like, yeah. I mean, but he's gonna have to be. 35 to 40. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think, like, the, whoever they cast for this, they need – I mean, obviously, it could be – Batman can be whatever, but, of course, he's going to probably have some young features. And what I'd actually like to see throughout – obviously, we only know about this first half of Chapter 1. What I'm curious to see, and I hope – like, um, and I actually – I like this idea, just, you know, especially being a Batman fan because there's so much in the universe, is yeah. the fact that you already have it already right here where there's a damien robin okay cool right. so that means yeah. we have three other robins prior yeah. to that and i'm like okay yeah. so have maybe be stories and then there'll be times where you just you flash back just do a flat you know just flash back cool. yeah. 
Actually, that's what I was going to mention. If they call up Chris McCain, be like, hey, you want to do a Nightwing movie? I guarantee you if they <laughs> yep. make that, there would be like flashbacks showing what his Robin was like and how he, he interacted yeah. with Batman. Yeah. 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 I want to I mean, see. Like, I want to see Bruce in the in the in the Bat yeah. family, like you know, now and before, like when yep, he was yeah. creating I'm, these. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. The yeah. only problem that I have is, and and I said this uh, this last week, you know, hopefully, maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's it. They're telling a nonlinear story. Hmm. That is a story throughout time. If you have a young Superman that maybe you're telling Superman's story from when Superman was young. But yet by the time you get to the Batman story, you're telling an older Batman story, which I'm fine for. I'm fine for nonlinear storytelling. Like Watchmen? Yeah, I'm fine for for, uh, for telling, you know, stories that don't begin at everybody's beginning, you know, whatever. My thing is, is that maybe I've become cynical. Maybe maybe I am... uh, Ben Affleck's Batman by the time you get to, you know, uh, BVS, because I'm sorry, but I already see it now. There's going to be all these people who are singing the freaking praises of this new DC just because they don't like Zack Snyder. Let's be honest. And, and, you know, and that's the problem is, is that, is that all the things that they bitched about and complained about because, oh, Batman's too old and we didn't get to see his adventures for the first 20 years. Well, guess what? You're not going to get to see his adventures for the first 20 years in this movie either. I don't love it. Okay. So, so there you go. Sorry. Sorry. You're just not going to get to see it. You're just not going to get to see it. And, you know, and, and so he's talking about it's going to show up on Netflix. Sorry. Go ahead. ahead. You know, but (laughs) yeah, you're God. I will say that, um, (laughs) which, which Dave, you know what? I'm not entirely against, but I'm not going to campaign for the thing either, because I think it's, I think that it doesn't make any sense that why would they create their own, their own competition for just for, just for all the people who say, well, if you just let us have it on Netflix, we'll be fine. And we'll go away and we'll be very peaceful and quiet and good upstanding citizens because We'll just be so thankful. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. No, you won't. No, but you won't. Also can't no, not you, no because because you've because you, I've already seen those same people, you know, post and complain about in the same breath saying it'd be really simple. They could just let us have it on Netflix and we'll be so thankful. And then and then James Gunn can go make his woke piece of crap garbage, you know, series that he wants to make. So, yeah, do, you know, so the thing is, is not, I would just argue because of that crowd, though. Yeah. Do we stop doing things because we know that element is no. going to be out there? They're always no. going to be out there no matter what. No, but but but, you know, I saw somebody. Well, I was watching uh, was I was watching john the john campia show and they were talking about like well you know like what happens if this superman movie doesn't make a billion dollars you know and then they start okay. second guessing oh, it the superman why, movie's why? not going to make a billion dollars i'm it's sorry it's just not profit that's profit stupid. that's it profit that's it that's all there right is right but but but, yeah. the, but that's the problem is no, is 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 that they act like it's got to make a billion dollars for it uh, to be yeah. for, for it to be yeah. able to be quantifiably good and yeah. I'm sorry, but the fandom is so split that that people are going to nitpick the heck out of uh, out of the Superman movie, and yep. you know, and I'm fine with with having different versions of Superman. I like different versions of Superman. I, I RJ and I got into it today on Twitter about some things, but I don't think that he was really understanding my my point. Yeah. Uh, is that I'm all for different versions. I have watched every episode of Superman and Lois. Okay, every episode, and there have been some good episodes, and there have been some absolute crap episodes 
you know, like just dog crap episodes of that show. <laughs> and 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 my and my point about about the whole scene from the very first episode where he saves the car is that unfortunately we're programming people that about Superman even when we don't even realize it. You know, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is like when you have an action comics, number one, that sets a tone for Superman, you know, wrecking a car of, <laughs> of the villains. And then now every time you see it in pop culture done, it's him saving a car. OK, yeah. all right. Are you, are, are you guys going to argue? You no, no, I'm not arguing. No, 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 no. I'm not. Saying no, I was going to no. be like, go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying that to argue. I'm saying I'm saying that that my my point is is that it's a it's very unfortunate when the writers don't want to actually pull from the history of a character and they want to they want to pussyfoot around it yeah and it's going to be really disappointing to me as a huge superman fan if we go back to superman saving little cats and trees and yeah. and not having superman be yeah a leader and be superman the reason why superman is is number two to batman is because people look at batman as a leader and people will say well that's not in superman's nature superman's not that badass and stuff yeah he is yeah yeah he is that's the problem and people always are coming at me going well you know people don't have to read the comics to be a fan i get that but the problem is is the comics is what made superman a yeah. character what what set the tone for Superman being a character and for the last 40 years Superman has not been this wuss that that just like backs down he takes action when needed yeah but he steps up to the plate and he's a and he's a true leader he's not yeah. just he's not just the blue boy scout he can be the big blue boy scout and have the values and I want him to have all that stuff but I'm a little concerned about about who this Superman's going to be, to be yeah, honest. Because people are stuck on nostalgia. They show, like, they have him, like, picking up the car because Action Comics number one, but he's got to save it because they have the nostalgia of him being a Boy Scout. They have the nostalgia of the trunks and all that BS. Well, you know what, dude, I'm not even, I'm not even going to, going to, going to go off on the, on the trunks because, mm -hmm. because look, there are, I think that there are certain ways that you can pick from, from the past, I'm fine with trunks as long as they look all right and like you can make them work. I'm even fine yeah. with trunks. I thought Dan Jurgens explained it really well to where you can explain it with like a practical reason how they explained yeah. how they weren't teasing in the comics. And I thought yeah, I think really well. I think and I think Dan, I think Dan has a really good, really good handle on because he wrote that Superman. He wrote Superman yeah. in a modern way where Superman didn't yeah. take flack from people and, and wasn't just exactly. a pushover, yet he was still considered the big blue boy scout because he had yeah. he had a um uh, uh an honor and a uh yeah. and a moral code to him, but he also I had agree. to I learn mean, it along the way. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, like Dan Jurgens, comic-wise, Dan Jurgens Superman is my Superman, right, if you will. Absolutely. And honestly, and honestly, you look at Zach's take on Superman and Justice League and all that. It is so Dan Jurgens, like oh, not it is. just death of Superman, yes, but Eric. everything about yeah, everything about the characters from the Snyderverse. They, it is the early '90s 
characters. It's like Aquaman with long hair and a beard. It's Lois with red hair and just visually. I know, which is weird that people that people like like try to say that like super, that it's this other one and it's like Earth One or it's this one or it's that yeah. one. Which there may be no. there may be parts that maybe people can relate no. to that. But I'm going to be dead honest with you. You're absolutely right. I mean, he even yeah. pulled the 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 death of Superman storyline. Yes. So so I don't understand what people don't see about that. But uh, you know, getting back to 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 these other things. Look, I'm all for. I, I've seen some people complain about like, well, they're they're pulling these you know things that nobody knows about. Well, I think that's good. Because yeah. because this new DC has to have something that people can't just compare to whatever yeah. came before. I think it's good that you have something like the Authority because then people can look at that for just what it is. It's it's like the whole thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. You yeah. had nothing to compare fresh. it to. Buy the comic while you're at it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, send me a copy. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Get some extras. Real quick. Okay, I go Hey, yeah. Enosh, that yeah. with the question you asked me about the reboot, that actually yeah. is big enough. The failure rate is high enough. No shit. We should we should do a subject on that next time you do the lounge again. Because yeah, I got the data to bring it up. That would let's be do it. Stuff. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll I plan really the show. We'll plan yeah. the show. Sounds good to me. Um, Tomorrow. Phil, you said something earlier on about the, the new Fifty Two being while I while I have a store. Unfortunately, no, it's not. Now, when the new Fifty Two and all that came out, it had a huge, huge spike, huge, huge spike. But it didn't last very long. And if you look at a yeah. lot of the, the books that are around right now. The problem with New 52 is not onto itself. It's the way DC has done reboots since 1986. The, I call the original sin was Crisis. Regardless of what you may think about the quality of Crisis, George Perez, rest in peace, what it did is it answered a question nobody wanted answered, consolidated things no one wanted consolidated, and then literally four to six years later, they immediately started undoing it. Elseworlds exists explicitly to undo the single continuity that crisis was supposed to create. Remember where crisis, the goal yeah. of crisis, and then we had zero hour. Then we have, and then it just became, and when you have a linear fan, and that's what the, the base of what comic book fans were for a long time, it was a generational thing. You handed it down. You handed down that continuity to the next generation. What they did and have done over the past 36 years is disrupted all their continuity. And another thing, editorial-wise, it was dumb, is because they usually had a small group of people in an office, or one person in the, in the case of these ass ones, that made decisions while the rest of the creative staff for an entire company pretty much had to go along with something that w didn't line up with their character. And those books either ended up uh, decreasing in quality or they got canceled. Now, if you look at the uh, Watchmen, this la the last Watchmen series, I swear, if Jeff Johns would have been left on his own, he would have done another reboot using Dr. Manhattan. And now it's been the third one in the last 10 years. At yeah. some point, the continuity to these collectibilities has to matter. And yes. DC has, has mastered the art of the failed reboot. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a problem. I, I understand what you're saying. It, the spike was there, but it, it was not sustained. It was, it was like the 90s where we had a lot of really – you can name a lot of really cool storylines in the 90s. You know, I can name, uh, you know, X-Men 25 or Wolverine gets his, uh, his animatium pulled out, Death of Superman. Those things got spikes, but they weren't sustainable. And then that's what ended up in the comic book industry towards the end of the 90s. Not everybody looks at it now. It's great. You know, we got these movies, but no, yeah, Marvel was, was nearly bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, Marvel was nearly bankrupt. 
DC was afloat because they were owned by Time Warner and AOL at the time. And then a lot of the indies, remember a lot of those indies, Valiant, all those, mm, those guys hardcore. shut down or cut their, cut their thing in half. But in the new 52, it's like steroids. It's like cocaine. It feels good when you get it in your veins. But over time, you're yeah. just that high. you keep chasing that high, that first high. That you get. Yeah. 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 And that's what they do with reboots. That's why I, I just, I just, it's, it's, it's lazy. It's unimaginative in most cases. Yeah. And the and now, all you got to do is go back to the original sin in 1986 to learn why you don't do these things. And nowadays, nowadays, even building on that, like even in um in the, uh, after you know reborn reborn, look I look and it's great to bring you a bunch of the uh, post crisis stuff back. But nowadays, the comics are just addicted to events, event after event after event, precisely because of the whole spike thing. An event brings a spike, but it's unsustainable. Yeah, it's unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And it and it doesn't it, it uh, what it does is the companies start to try to meet a, a spike demand, and mm-hmm. saturation comes through. So even if you like that storyline, I, I I didn't have a, too much of a problem with Death of Superman, but as somebody I get every other week I get somebody coming in with that same book because there's so many of them out there. The print one is yep. so high. What keeps comic book stores open in some cases is variants. Those variants is, is what can keep you, you know, like that Superman number one. That's that's for some reason is a hundred dollar comic book right now. It's not, but here's a variant of it. And that's that's what helps you, you know, Supergirl number one. That that's what helps you, you know, the collectability because everything yeah. else is so saturated. Yeah, because anytime, anytime, like like when the Batman came out, or even when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, I went in and got those variant covers that exactly. they had because yeah. they're collectibles. It's like I, you know, was I full on buying comic books every week? No, but I was like, I wanted to get those books because of. Because of the variant covers, those are always smart. Yeah, my yeah and it's my job once you get in the door to not for you not to just walk out with that variant cover. If you're in my oh. doors, if you're in my building, I'm going to do my best to, to you so, know, to no. least, yeah, you know, yeah. and that 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 traffic is important. Like what James Gunn did, no matter if this slate fails, like I said, forty percent, and I think that can rise. I do think he will succeed, but forty percent is where we're standing right now. Him making that connection to those narratives, those, those specific stories helps out it it can't hurt no getting a brand new fan in front of the paper medium you know when they know these characters already that nothing bad can come from that so people like oh i just picked up a super you know supergirl a woman of tomorrow you know i've seen people post that they're buying these books now and i'm even going to be doing it myself like the ones that i haven't read yeah i'm not gonna i'm I'm glad they're doing reprints there he's already talked to jim lee about doing some reprints making Uh sure they oh good good. i wanted to mention about the reprints too very reprints. not just doing straight up reprints they're going to do variants of their collectibles immediately upon arrival which is another nice. thing that's been lost in the game is the collectability yeah. of it because of saturation. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I just want to mention about the whole because I think the whole Superman legacy thing is like a really interesting thing. So just to kind of like just roll me for a second, I think like one of the biggest things that DC is gonna have an issue with is that it's such a generational property. And what I mean by that is that it means so many different things to different people, you know. So and the character of Superman, especially, I think suffers from that because who he is varies from person to person it just depends on what you grew up with and what you liked there are some people who are like really diehard christopher reeves fan and really like that version of the character there are some reeve. people sorry christopher, <laughs> christopher reeve. reeve remember george, george reeves, reeves. Yes, christopher my, my apologies. Reeve took the S off and put it on his chest. Yes, thank you. <laughs> there are some people who are really hardcore Christopher Reeve fans, and they really 
are dedicated to that version. There are some people like myself who grew up mostly with the Bruce Timm, Paul Dini animated series, and that's kind of my definitive Superman, is how he was portrayed in that show. There are yeah. some people who are growing up now who are really into Henry Cavill. And I, I think the biggest issue is that no one really knows how to define Superman as a character. So it's up to James Gunn, because let's, let's be frank here, okay? When it comes to Superman Legacy, he has to wallow through all of this and mm-hmm. say to, and tell the world with this film, this is who Superman is, this is who he's going to be, and this is what mm-hmm. we're doing moving forward. Because this film is going yeah. to define the character for the next 8 yeah. to 10 years in media. So he has to... I'm not sure how it's going to be done, but he has to wallow through all this generational crap yeah. and be like, this is what we're doing. This is who he's going to be. Deal with it. You know, and that's a really challenging aspect, you know, because oh, I think, yeah. again, it's that and I don't mean it to be disparaging, but I think there is often a clash between older fans, younger fans, certain fans yeah. of certain versions and certain fans sure. of other versions. And a lot yeah. of that has to do with that generational gap. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I will say this. We're talking about, you know, what kind of Superman is he going for? I mean, Gunn has certainly teased with all of his showing up All-Star Superman that he's he yeah. really is taking a lot from Grant Morrison. It seems that that's the direction. Uh, Grant he's Morrison is all over this slate. It's all over this slate from Swamp. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Alan Moore, too. Alan Moore is all over this and Grant Morrison. Tom so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As well. yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I mean, Zach. I mean, Zach was taking most from from uh, Dan Jurgens and Frank Miller, and um, and um, Christopher Nolan was taking most from um, from uh, what, what's his from what's his name? Who did um, the who's the guy who did? Um, I know his name, but he was the guy who did Nightfall. Chuck mm. Dixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Dixon. Yeah, yeah he. Yeah, yeah, Nolan was taking most from Chuck Dixon. Um, Again, Zach was taking most from Dan Jurgens and Frank and Frank Miller. So, um, if he if he's going to take from somebody, yeah, like Grant Morrison, you could you could take worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's just why that's. I'm any... oh, sorry. Go ahead, Phil. I don't have anything bad to say about Grant Morrison. I think Grant Morrison's honestly like one of the most brilliant writers the past Absolutely. couple of years. Like he he's written some of the most amazing books that I've ever read. Uh, the yep. the Batman run that James Gunn has often referred to in regards to where he's using for Batman and Robin, the Damian Wayne stuff, like the Batman mm-hmm. and Son, the Black Glove, the R.I.P., uh, Batman and Robin Reborn with, with Dick as Batman and then later bringing him back from, you know, post-Final Crisis, Bruce Wayne, The Road Home, like all that. It's I'm not gonna just, lie. I was hoping that we we're gonna get Dick Bat. I was like, when I was hearing some of the details, I was like, Are we I'm Dick wondering Bat? if that might be. It, that the be picture quick. is it'd be it'd be it'd be hard to do. Yeah, because, the picture because, is what? Yeah, the, the picture's Dick Grayson. Yeah, True. that yeah. would be a twist. Every time they that show would, the picture, it's never been Dick Bruce. Bat. It's it's yeah. like yeah. always Dick Grayson. <laughs> right, but James Gunn clarified and said that it was going to be Bruce Wayne and Damian. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, that would just imagine the big twist of like how it blow everybody's minds that, hey, the Batman in the D in Guns DCU is not Bruce Wayne, it's Dick Grayson. And everyone go, what? According to Matt, Superman's a war criminal. Am I reading that right? Well, <laughs> the this is the first time hearing of this. I do not yeah, know the, the argument. The Geneva Conventions doesn't work that way. You have to be a lawful representative of the United States or its military to, to commit a war crime on, on, on you know on that behalf and to violate the Geneva Conventions. Otherwise, you're just a standard criminal. 
<laughs> yeah. just going to jail. I was going to mention, too, with the whole authority thing, because everyone here is familiar with Superman versus the Elite, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. wondering if, like, they're swapping out, like, they want to do a take on that story, but it's just going to yeah. be swap out the Elite for the authority. Yeah, probably. I mean, okay. I yeah. And as and as for truth, just the American way. Okay, um, the guy who brought that back was Zack Snyder. Because remember the whole I grew up in Kansas, General. I'm about as American as it gets. Well, that line was pretty much after after Superman Returns had truth, justice, and all that stuff. Um, I, I just watched Super Sons today. He literally says it in that movie. Yeah. yeah Why was there a problem with that? Why was there? I never understood Super the Sons? problem. With that. Yeah, I mean, no, look at what, what, what Jarvo says in the chat right um, now about because, because America because America's worse than we're all. Racist. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, well, I, I think also too. <laughs> this is my personal take. I I feel like personally, when they're looking at trying to promote these characters because they're part of a global brand, maybe they're thinking to themselves it'll sell better if we change this line to make it to where he's a character that that anyone can relate to and be on board with, not just Americans. I don't I know. There, there's that. marketing the lingo like yeah. that where they think, Yeah, oh, but it is so interesting how they brought back uh, that idea of him, you know, being truth, justice in the American way. I mean, that was in, that was in the article. They love the American way in a lot of situations. I mean, there's been, there's places that are not America that, that, Look on the American way, favorite. Yeah. Well, and look, I, you know, as a Superman fan, I've never looked at the American way as being oh, like ooh, American politics and the way that yeah. that that you know, that we you know do stuff or whatever. To me, yeah. to me, as a Superman fan, I've always looked at that. If you look at within the context, truth, justice, and the American way, meaning people people from all over the world, whether you like it or not, people from all over the world are trying to come to America. Exactly. They're trying to come to the United States of America because there is the promise of a better life. There is the yes. prom promise of of being able to better yourselves and 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 raise up yeah. your family and do all those things because of the country. It's not a perfect country. It never has oh. been. It's got a horrible past. So do mm -hmm. most places that that you know well, are the whole around. Point of that it's good enough. Yeah. But, well, but the point is, is we're by... here. We're we're here now. And what are we going to do with it going forward? And that's the thing is, yeah. I think. That for Superman, it's always been that that idea of being able yeah, to I better yourself, it. of being able to be something great, of exactly. him even of him even trying to figure out who he is, you yeah. know, uh, and and being you know the American way is part of that it, by 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 bringing everybody in. Well, Siegel, you know? Siegel and Schuster were Jewish immigrants, and right. Superman was really an allegory yeah. for the whole fact that he was the ideal American citizen that they were striving to be. Right. Mm, he yeah. was like he represented the hopes and dreams of like right. their immigrant experience. That's right. the whole point. And I, I always would think I would think it'd be really fascinating because like they're talking about this whole Clark Kent. It's gonna be like him working with the Daily Planet. Like really lean and like and they're talking about like it's gonna explore his heritage. Like really lean to the fact that he's an immigrant and like he doesn't really he's like from two worlds. Like because my thought process is I think with this movie, when it's called Legacy, we we're talking about this a little bit at the start. I think it might be modeled more after Man of Tomorrow, where he doesn't really know much or anything about his Kryptonian heritage, and he kind of discovers it as mm -hmm. these villains are coming in from space. He's like, oh, we are Kryptonian? I have no clue what that is. You know? And that could be a different way of approaching it, it's like him kind of learning as we go along, sort of. Well, so, that's yeah. kind of cool, you know, because we've never seen that before. <laughs> but again, you could do it in a different way. You could do it in a different way. Oh, I'm sorry, what? What was that? No, I, no, I was being, no. Dave, me? Joke? What? What? Come on! 
Sensible yeah. sarcasm there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Really? No, so I'm I telling mean, you, Lobo's going to be in that movie. Lobo. Oh, yeah, I know. That's going to eventually yeah. happen. No. Oh, Lobo, oh, Lobo is in chapter three, I think, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But see, that's an interesting thing. It's like one of the things we talked about last night in on the vodka stream was the fact that. So we got the four movies that are coming out this year. And, you know, when you watch that, that when you watch that video of James Gunn talking about all this and how enthusiastic he is, and we heard his quote about, you know, he talks about Shazam. He says like Shazam's very much in his own like little pocket of the universe and blah, 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 blah. It sounds like that's going to be where it is. But then again, it's like, well, if that doesn't do gangbusters, we're probably not going to see another Shazam movie or, you know, who knows when we'll see another Shazam for a while. If that doesn't do gangbusters at the, at the box office, which a lot of us are kind of going, yeah, probably won't. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to do Shazam money, which is not gangbusters. Yeah, it's not gangbusters. And then Shazam. and then of course you praise the Flash as one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. Wow. Like, oh, okay. That kind of okay. you know yeah. hearing the, the question is though, is you're gonna connect with the audiences. That's, that's the, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. That is the thing, is like general mm-hmm. audiences are gonna really determine that. I think they're gonna hit it hard with the whole Michael Keaton returning thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm curious to see, like we're gonna get a sense of what they're aiming at when we see this trailer next weekend. And uh, supposedly it's a long trailer, too, like two minutes or something. Two, two, two minutes, minutes and 25 seconds. Four million, it better be. That's a yeah. lot. It's a pretty yeah. meaty trailer. Well, I mean, but the thing is, is like they're going to show 30 seconds during the Super Bowl, and then they're going to be like, watch the full trailer online. That's what yeah. they do now. So, well, yeah, we're not going to see the full two minutes and 25 yeah. on, on Super Bowl because you can, it's so much money to pay for for like a 30 yeah. second. I mean, I mean Budweiser can do a full, can full, full commercial on Super Bowl, but not DC. Yeah, right. but that's only like a minute. If that's if you're talking yeah. about full, it's like a minute. So it's still not gonna. That's what they do now. I mean, they've they've been they did that with you know uh, during even the playoffs or like watch the full trailer online. They show a little bit of it and then they want to direct you to YouTube because then they can make more money there too. It's yeah. pretty, you know it just it makes sense. But uh, and then of course he talked about Blue Beetle and gave some details of that and then he just kind of brushed past. Aquaman 2. He just wow. like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, and Aquaman 2. All right, next thing. And then he goes, yeah. and then Aquaman yeah, 2 leads into it as well. What we're doing. Yeah. I, I'm still leaning on my prediction. I, I think they're going to push Blue Beetle to 2024 and make that like the first movie they might. the DCU. They might. I don't see it coming out this year. Because they don't yeah. have much coming out in 2024. That's the thing. True. They have four movies coming out this year. So it's like, I think, yeah, either Blue Beetle or Aquaman is going to get bumped. Aquaman's oh my God. What happened? You know, are you okay? Don't, don't bump no, again, no, the Aquaman thing. Please yeah. don't bump it to 2024 <laughs> for God's sake. No, 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 no. Out. Wait. It was already supposed to be out. It's had three, four different, five, six different Batman. No, in no, it no. Okay, 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 okay. You know. Oh. You know okay, let's just let's I just show it anymore, Dave. Blue Dave. Beetle. Blue Dave. Beetle. I'm sorry. Dave, I'm I can't sorry. take it anymore, man. I'm telling you. I, That's oh, what I'm oh. saying. I think Blue Beetle Whoa. makes more sense to delay because we've seen nothing yeah. of that movie. But but then but what's going to be happening in uh, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom because we heard that right. Michael Keaton was going to be the <laughs> right. Bruce Wayne in it and then all of a sudden we get Ben Affleck and it's like I know okay, I know what's be happening? Dude, that's why I've been saying they should have they should they should have had Aquaman come out before Flash and have Flash be the last movie like released in the timeline. This, this but now is it's like going to be all weird. So the Hamada regime and the Emmerich regime they had no fucking idea what the hell 
that they were trying to do. That's why. That's how Batgirl got screwed. I mean, that was. I yeah. think that's the main reason because or Greenlit. Greenlit was the first. Yeah, guy. exactly. Like you said, Greenlit. Yeah. But the fact that it was, cool. fit, yeah. it was supposed to fit in this little window, and then when everything got rearranged, they're like, "Well, this is not going to make sense now because yeah. if it's not going to fit in like yeah. the window, it doesn't make sense." Yeah. So that was like a fuck up, of course, of the the whole process. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, it's because they. It, well, it's because James was right. They at one point they were just loaning out. IP to everywhere and yeah. not caring about how it fit in and yeah. and you know and yeah. just throwing everything against the wall and I'm sorry once you start once you start making something for HBO you you know you can't just throw money at it and and raise it up to a to a theatrical you know level it, except for Blue Beetle because apparently that was good enough to be moved up which that makes me question, okay, like, Remains that's interesting because that, because, yeah, that's kind of an interesting one because that was supposed to be HBO Max exclusive. And like, no, this is good enough. Let's move it up to the outro. Yeah, but, you know, but the movie wasn't done. I mean, the movie, they, they had not, by the time they moved it to, to, to theatrical, though, man, they, it wasn't like, wasn't that before it even started filming? I don't remember. I don't honestly. Don't I remember. believe it was before it, was it even before, started. Yeah, it was in pre-production. It was in pre-production when, when he took over. I believe. Yeah. No. It was. Yeah. It Monday, was. So, so. So I think there's a there's a huge difference there between trying to trying to retro something, retro fix something, you know, like like Batgirl, and and try to redo the story to make it fit, and then redo the the quality of how you filmed it and all that stuff. And then all, but then also going, okay, this movie we're going to put on HBO Max. You know what? No, we're going to put it in here. And then being able to plan for that and make that happen from the start. Yeah. I think it's a huge difference. I think there's a huge difference to that. Now, yeah. you know, now look, I mean, I, I think that they've got a strong, um, a, a strong set, right? Uh, going forward. The Waller thing is interesting. The, the question is, Waller is, is fun. She's awesome. Viola Davis is amazing. Okay, she's fantastic in that role. But, but, can Amanda Waller carry a, an entire thing? It's usually about what team she put together and what those people are doing. What are we going to watch Amanda Waller? Joined by Team Peacemaker though, and it's going to connect to Creature Commando. So I think Waller isn't there like uh, I remember I read something on Twitter today. I wasn't sure exactly. I didn't like dig deep into it, but Uh wouldn't there like aren't they going to be like maybe referencing a run where Batman actually helps her put like yeah? So they just so you know on the DC Comics Universe app or whatever that's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have like a section on there called dcu chapter one and it's all the comics that they're saying have inspired it and it is that yeah. it's like some uh Auslander comic about amanda waller and the Squad versus batman yeah, yeah. so i'm just kind of wondering like you know especially when james gunn is pushing the whole thing of like okay you know we cast somebody they're gonna be they're gonna be this all around where it's gonna be tv show it's gonna be animation it's gonna be video game um everything that's tied together it's gonna be the same guy so like i mean how do you make them an amanda waller series a little bit you know give, give a little I mean, bit of like oh I, you put batman in there now, he doesn't have to be like cool. a, 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 you know the main character but he you know it can literally just be the debut of bruce wayne in that universe it could be something very yeah. well could be yeah. introduction to bruce wayne yeah okay. although the look, they can go through the list of all these villains that are already out there and stuff like that and I, that's what i like is like okay we're not starting fresh we don't have to have a, a you know origin stories or anything like that 
there's like everything's already pretty established even though you know when it came to Batflick, it was like yeah everybody's already there yeah. but zach was yeah. trying to tell one specific story he wasn't you know having stupid lines like exploding penguins like they interview <laughs> So we, you know, so so here's the thing. Um, let me just put the because I know SK is in there talking about you know these movies don't matter this year. I think they do matter. I I don't Maybe. think that everything has to like you know have some you know kind of crazy connection or whatever. James Gunn told you they mattered in the video. He's like, he hey, did, listen, and he guys. did tell you that they matter. That they that they do connect. That I think that they're going to try to go for for some kind of you know seamless you know thing. Now whether it's seamless or whether or not it shows wow. up as like Christian. a. A Good big luck. cover up. We'll we'll have to see. But look, I love Shazam one. I love Shazam one. Same. Um, I think people. What I'm kind of getting tired of right now, honestly, is the fact that everybody acts like they're a freaking expert on everything and nobody knows anything. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is that's just the world that we've created right now on YouTube, on blogs, on Twitter, on everything. Everybody just starts blabbering all this information like like it's like it's relevant and they know something and and everything is is we hate this. We hate that. And now people start blurring the lines between actors and and everything. We're taking everything personal. I mean, everybody who's been around here for the Snyder Cut movement, for God's sake, you know, like like I, I, I literally had a conversation, Dave. And it, and it just it blew my mind. But I had this this conversation with somebody on Instagram last week mm. and they just came to me and they said, I'm done. I'm done. This is horrible. I, I don't want to, you know, and it, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's the regular, you know, stuff like that Dave, that we see all the time, right? Like I'm done with this, you know, because I want Snyder's version. It wasn't even that Dave, mm. this guy was just done. And he says, he says, I don't care about it anymore. He says, I don't care about the Snyder cut. I see now that the Snyder, that fighting for the Snyder cut was absolutely stupid and in vain and, wow. and we should have never wow. done it. And he's like, and, and there, it made no point. He's like, what did we get? We got nothing. And I said, well, wait a second. We got, we got the Snyder cut, and he's like, he's like, yeah, but all we got was an introduction to go nowhere. I said, look, we were never promised anything exactly. past that. Yes, we exactly. were, we, we, I was like, we we were very, very fortunate to get the Snyder cut. I'm like, all of the hype that's after, I understand because I want more too. But we were never promised that. No, nobody ever sat down and told us, "Hey guys, we're going to give you the Snyder cut, and then we're going to give you the rest of the story." So I said, uh, "So he said you got to kind of back off there." No, no, this was pointless. This was absolutely ridiculous. We should have never even fought for it. We should have just left it alone because it went wow. nowhere. And I never want to watch a DC movie again. I never want to watch anything to do with DC again. I'm going to throw out like all my stuff, even the Snyder cut stuff. And I'm like, really? "Whoa!" I said, "Hold on." I said, "Hold on." Okay. It's nine and uh, a half hours of fucking great yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I'm right. like, wait a yeah. second, wait a second, wait a second. I said, because then the guy started crapping on AFSP even. Oh, oh. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. and said it was all pointless. Who cares about all the money we raised if we don't get oh, any more movies? God. And oh. I said, whoa, Jesus. you need to roll that back. I said because listen, the Snyder Damn. Cut movement was not just about so we could get a cool thing that we wanted. Right. That was the that was a result of it. But the reality was, was that the people who were really in it for the right reasons and really trying to do something good were people who won. They wanted to see Zack Snyder's uh, story told, not for their own personal. like, Oh, well, it's, it has something to do with me. It's for me. It was for him. 
because yeah. we knew what had happened to him because yeah. we knew his story how many times are we out out here i mean i don't know i mean i, I don't know if it's still happening to other people i go out and get my hair cut and people ask me questions about something because they see me wearing a dc thing or a you know yeah. something like that and, and i and i end up in a conversation with them telling them the story about it. And they're like really that's what happened with justice league i always wondered why that movie sucked and it's like yeah, and, and then people will be like, well, I, I heard that there's like a Zack Snyder's cut on HBO or whatever, but I haven't watched it yet because it's like four hours long. And then when I explain it to them, you know, and stuff, and they get excited then and they're like, oh, well, I can watch it in segments. Okay, I'm going to, I'm actually going to try that tonight. And I've had many people come back to me and thank me for that. But I said, that was, that was the first reason why I, I said, and then we came together as a fandom and raised a million bucks Man. for AFSP. I said, I said, and look, that's more important than anything to do with the movie. Even Zach said that. That, yeah, like, yeah. even if the movie never saw the light of day, that it was about helping people, and it was in memory of his daughter who had tragically passed. And that money, I, I told this person, I said, I don't even know what to tell you. That money has gone to help real lives. People who are struggling yeah. in real life, and they're because of the money raised, there it helps support having a place where people can call, people can can contact, and have somebody walk them through that. And I said, look, I would gladly trade all all the Snyder stuff, yeah, for being able to save people's lives in real life because that's more important than superhero movies. Thank you. I mean, we want. And this person's just like, well, well, then we just disagree because I think it's all stupid. And I'm just like Tony, you missed this that Superman group. That's what I told him, RJ. I said, I said, you just told me right there that you never understood the point yeah. of what the Snyder Cut movement was. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Zach tweet out like a few like a month or two ago that his legacy is like what the fans did for AFSB? It was like yeah. some kind of yeah. tweet about the Snyder Cut or something. Well, he said that from the very beginning. He said that from the very beginning, RJ. Yeah, he's yeah. He's always expressed that. He's always yes. expressed AFSP was like the number one thing, you know? That's yeah. why it's like... We, yeah. yeah, we saved lives. We raised money to save lives. We kept people from dying. And you want to talk about Superman. We Were we not following Superman's legacy, if you will, by raising this money to help people stay well, that's alive the thing. that's the thing that's and that's why i roll my eyes whenever i hear somebody go like somebody somebody today was like you know she sound like a snyder bro because i said something or whatever and i was just like whatever man like you know like i'm so sick of this like snyder people weird. versus gun all this stuff like you know that you can't just enjoy stuff you know i mean what the world do we dude, live in what it's, world it's do we live in that i can't talk about being a dc fan I can't express my excitement that, yeah, like, I was around in 89, man. I, I don't just read about 89 Batman, right? I was part of Batmania that year, man. Like, you know, like, I, I've waited until this last year to finally have a Batwing. And you know how much I wanted a Batwing when so I was cool. a kid? Dude. You know how much I wanted a freaking Batwing Dude, when I was a kid? I, I didn't get I it. I had the Micro Machine version. Did you have yes, that one? Yes, yes, the Micro Machine. Sharp, oh, that thing was yeah. sharp as shit. That thing could cut you. Dave, you know, perfect. one of the things that I'm actually most excited about the Flash movie coming out because the action huh. figures look like look like crap kind of, <laughs> but they're but they're making a 1989 Batman that fits three and three quarter figures. And I've got uh, Michael Keaton three and three quarter figures that'll fit in that. So even if that Batman figure looks like absolute garbage, I will have one that finally has a sliding top because they made like the five inch figures before, but it had an open top on that on that Batmobile that I got in the other room. So you just put them in the top and stuff and it didn't have any sliding, you know, yeah. thing to slide. And now yeah. I'm excited about it 
But I, it's had, like, I had the car that where you can actually like do do that little flip where he turns into yeah. Batman in the car. Yes, 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 yes. They made a Superman one like that too. Yeah. I think they, yeah, they tried to do Superman, Superman one car. like that. Yeah. So but that's cool, but that's yeah. the thing, guys. Yeah. Like like I'm a DC fan. Yeah. Anybody who sees my collection or knows my collection knows like. I'm not just in this about about Snyder or anybody else. And so with looking forward to this, sure, I understand the frustration of people who say, like, I wanted it to co I wanted the story completed. So did I. OK, but there, but there does come a point where you have to not just like sit here and like, what am I going to dwell on the fact that I wanted to see two more movies for the rest of my life? No. Yeah. Am I just going to sit there and dwell oh, on that for the wait, rest hey, of my hey, life and, Enoch, and let Enoch, and let it ruin the rest Enoch, of my life? Have you seen the latest poster? There's not just two more movies. There's like a whole slate now. I mean, yeah. I, I was noticing that. And uh, thank oh, you, Eric, God. for tagging me in the in that in that um, oh. hole because then I'll, I had to mute the thing because I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I was um, going to talk about that because Dave. Here's the thing. I was shocked that you didn't say anything about it because, yeah, because look, I didn't want to. I, because I, yeah. It was all about, I did the whole poll based on, inspired by what you have been saying about Amazon Prime. Yeah, but like, I okay, don't look at it. the thing. That's the thing. It was like, I just, I, I would always say that Amazon makes more sense if you're going to do this. Yeah. But I, but, yeah. but the thing's not going to happen because it doesn't make sense. But Dave, I said a couple of months ago on the vodka stream, I said, I talked to somebody like, well, not talked to somebody, but I was seeing like things because, you know, we've seen all the posts like, well, it's just one or two more movies. You could even wrap it up with one really good one. Right. You know, and, and let, let Zach finish it off. And then I saw one guy literally say, look, we're only asking for six to eight more movies. All right. We just need to finish up. Yeah. Literally had their like and said it with with a straight look on his face, man. Like, we're just asking for like six to eight more movies to finish this up because we need the Batfleck movie. We need a we need a, we need another Superman movie. Basically, basically, like I always thought that the whole thing was to finish you know justice league and then That's and it. then all of a sudden i see a poster where they're literally even want to do a re uh a redo of Zack snyder's justice league one and put uh they call it the emerald cut because they want oh, to green it. oh and no, i'm like yes. jesus christ i'm like you guys wow. went from like asking for maybe about maybe about 400 million dollars to yeah. in the billions now now we're in the billions you guys want billions now so and like uh, again this is not mm -hmm. thought out no, so I'm, I'm, I'm missing some context. So, Dave, you got tagged in a post. I, I heard that you got okay. tagged in something saying that you need to tweet out a hashtag on Valentine's Day. No, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, William, what what's, what's going on? This should be done, whether it be on Netflix, and it not for hold on, not for a particular fan base, but for the cohesion of your product. Yeah, um, you are bringing people into this, so these people in two years from now are going to come into a DC universe, period. All right. And if you're doing business right, you don't just want them to come in and look at one room or your house. You want them to go through the whole mansion or, you know, you want them to be impressed by everything you have. What you should do is finish this for the cohesion and coherence of the overall yeah. product. That is the professional thing to do. It shouldn't be done for any particular fan group. It should be done because you have something there that when you bring somebody in to see Superman Legacy, if they're on your HBO Max or on any of your platforms, it's going to be sitting there. Do you want them coming into a broken up thing or do you want them to come to something that's complete and it shows yeah. that what you are as a company? Two, it's a trust and faith issue coming in. Forget about us Snyder bros or whatever the hell they want to call us. Yeah. It's like I told you before. I just don't think people care at this point, William. I don't no, think the people, regular people, people care, care at this point. People care about consistency, and believe me, yes. the guy that you don't hear screaming on YouTube on these little small screens—that's not the, that guy. You don't need to worry about. 
because the majority of people are just going to walk away without saying anything. They're going to take a look at your broken thing and they're not even going to give it a chance, let alone get into one of these conversations that we and you are having. They're not even going to give your product a chance. It's, you know, and then the people. Do you know how many people, though, still have not seen Zack Snyder's Justice League to even know that it, that it, there's a continuation, that there's like but a possibility the, but a lot for of any of that? Have seen, they know that Superman hasn't been around five years. See, the general audience isn't a dummy. They're not in like us. But, I know, but but that's what I'm saying. I think that that's why most people are okay with like if they if they do this reboot and put a new Superman in because they haven't seen Henry Cavill on the big screen. They haven't seen any of these characters they continue. That, you, they didn't even watch. They didn't even seen. watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like, there's still people who I talk to all the time who are like, "Wait a second, there's they redid that." Like that, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I just business problem. Then it's not even a fan problem. Forget about what the fans. Fuck, fuck those guys. Fuck us. I'm not because talking we, about fans. Hold on, hold on. We're at, we're at the bottom of the priority. Yeah, the fuck one. you. The general, the general person, the layman <laughs> person in their periphery can see when something is screwed up. It's when they can see when Back something is incomplete, and they just move on to other things. And you really don't want you to create. Uh, an atmosphere where you're just easy to dismiss, and I think that's what they've done the last seven or eight. I years. think they've already done that, though, haven't they? But I you mean, don't want to continue that trend. I mean, you don't just because you've done something stupid, you don't want to continue to do the stupid thing. At some point, you got to look and take inventory of what you are. What so let me ask you this: What would you have them do? I would have had them wrap it up. I would, here's okay. what I would do: James Gunn, you're going to do your thing. We got two and a half years. But I find some way. I sit down with the budget guys. I sit down with people. You get six episodes. I don't care who the flat platform is. You get six episodes. And that's it. And with the explicit purpose of ending it. I'm not, I don't care what to, well, we can't do it because these other people aren't going to be satisfied. Screw them. We're not doing that for them. We're doing it for our overall perception of our product. You get six episodes with the explicit purpose of putting an end. And then I sit down with James Gunn. And we're all at the same table. We're ending this, and we're giving your thing a boost. Because right now, you got 40% odds. All right? There are a lot of things that are going to hurt James Gunn's ramp up that have nothing to do with James Gunn. A lot of the stuff we're talking about in general and is going gonna, is gonna to hurt that. Just the perception <clears throat> of the product hurts James Gunn coming yeah. in before he was even hired. So we work with him. Yeah. So that we do a transition because we're not just doing this for the fans we have in front of us and that are on YouTube and on Twitter. We're doing it for the potential fan. So when they come into our house, they see all, they see like your, your your toy room. They see a whole bunch of cool stuff that makes them want to either steal it or hang around. All right? Right yeah. now, there's nothing to hang around with, DC, even with this new slate. You got to give them some linear. You got to give your fan, your, yeah. your potential customer, a, a linear purpose yeah. to your product. Without that, you don't have anything. And that's what's killed DC on every single medium they operate on for yeah. like the last 10 or 15 years, more so the last seven. So I, I have, I have we're a number one. Caveat. Don't do it for any fandom. Do it for your product first. Yeah, I'm with. Honestly, I'm with. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm with Will in the fact that just one little mini series, if you will, on HBO Max or whatever, where just to finish up with the finishing up on the Snyderverse, if you will. Sure. Hey, six episodes, six episodes is perfect do, for do it animated. Do it animated. Yeah, animated. Oh, Dave, don't start. Don't open that can of worms. Now do it. And do it. Kind of do it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold okay. on. Guys. Uh, Phil, you have to take off. I know. You yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got a bounce. So it was, it was yeah. fun catching up guys. Good Everyone seeing you. Phil. Much love. Take it easy. Take it easy. Appreciate it. Follow him. Follow him. <laughs>
right. Look, we're gonna we're gonna fi we're gonna finish it right now. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> yeah, come Final on. Way. There you go. Yeah. Oh, who's gonna do it? Oh. Is it gonna be Dark Side? Oh. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Just amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Anyway, while you're doing no, no, that, no, 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 we're like I, I think like now now that we have this whole Elf World thing. Now that we yeah. have this whole Elf World thing, I'm like, okay, so if you're gonna do like maybe animation, they could do that. Enosh, come on, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Dark side wins. Dark side wins. Well, Dark side is. Right for her like that. But, uh, but uh, you know, going back to the whole thing. So, uh, RJ, so, so what happened was, so um, Eric did a, uh, a poll that was basically yeah. talking about, like, you know, the Amazon thing. And that's what got tagged. And I got tagged in two different things. And I had to mute them both because, you know, okay. those people, those people don't like me. Those people don't I, like me. So, you know. Yeah, I know. I just, I, if, if you actually look at the posts and all the all the um, arguments that happened in the, in the, in the response, it's so funny how many of them just said their only response was, well, screw Dave. He's a clout chaser, blah, blah, blah. And my response is just, not an argument, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So that's what happened. So I had a mute uh, okay. all that. But and the thing like, is, uh, you know, the there's specifically, I mean, and then, yeah. yes, they got tagged in something where it's like, well, if I post something on, I guess they're doing something on 214. And then I'm looking at the poster. I'm like, you guys added like fucking seven more movies onto this thing. <laughs> no, I already thought that. it was Don't ridiculous. Now this is even more ridiculous. You have a Superman and Shazam movie? No. What? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can we just settle for two? That's what I thought it was supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be just the sequels. Yeah. Which but would I be think like about like if you could probably narrow it down to like two hundred million dollars each, maybe two fifty. Yeah. So that'd be five hundred million. But then you added all these movies. Now you're in the billions of dollars. There's no way. Yeah. Like I just yeah. I'm trying to think of like why like the 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 logic of some of this stuff. And yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. Just that's really why you up. wouldn't do it for a fandom. You would do it if you do it for business reasons. You could you would eliminate a lot of that. You do it for the cohesiveness of your product. Six. I don't even care what the format is. Coloring book. The conclusion is the conclusion. Coloring book. Yeah. I would do cocktail napkins. Sketches on right, cocktail napkins. Yes. Right now we're starting to ramp up for Shazam. Right. I'm having a hard time getting people interested in in DC in general. And these are not people like me. These are people that that in their periphery, in the in the back of their mind, they just know the one thing that they know about DC is it's just it's just, it's unfulfilled, all right. And that's that's a problem. That that's that's a whenever you have that coming in and then you allow for apathy to seep in on your project with the general fan. Like I said, us geeks, we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna be there in some case or another. Always gonna be the there. General no fan what. is that that makes up the backbone. The general fan is a direct connection to the stockholders who can shut this down even faster than Zaslav can. So exactly. remember, there's a there's a power structure beyond fandom that can end this on things that have nothing to do with this. Like I was asking you last night, if they if if the stockholders and shareholders and the financiers have these uh, blown up expectations and Superman doesn't reach them and it's a good movie, it's not going to matter. It's mm, not going to yeah. matter. They're going to want dividends. They're going to want. Uh, hey, uh, we got Doug coming in right here. What's hey, up, buddy? He's wearing that Eagles hat. Look at him. <laughs> oh yeah, you're ready for it. You're ready for it next yeah. Sunday. Yeah, who's rooting for who? I'm an Eagles guy, even though I'm from St. Louis. I followed him ever since the Cardinals left, so long-time yeah. suffering Eagles fan. Yeah. I got to say, Eagles, I grew up in Pennsylvania, so I'm going Eagles. You know what? I, I, I kind of want Eagles because, you know, Mahomes has, like, had how many people? Oh, who'd we lose right now? RJ? RJ. We lost okay. RJ. Oh, okay. Um, no, but, yeah, I – 
I, I, I kind of want to, you know, I kind of want to see somebody different, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but so I, I think I might, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a, I don't know. I'm just going to watch and yeah, so gonna, like watch. The yeah. My, yeah. Cause like my team, the Steelers are out. Dad's team, the Rams are out. So of the two, I, uh, yeah, I would say Eagles. So yeah. Dave, Dave, can I ask you a question? Okay. Okay. What, what if, what if they try once more to go back to this, to go back to this Donner esque version mm. of Superman? That they seem to think, like, I, I get it. People, I understand the idea that Christopher Reeves' interpretation of Superman is something that pop culture in general, like the, the general audience, they all know who that is, okay? And that's what they, that's what Superman seems to represent to them. But it's also been a downfall because it has, it has placed an idea of Superman being cheesy and quirky and weird and and not serious and not able to actually you know deal yeah. with them seriously that was one of the things that man of steel was such a breath of fresh air for me because we were talking about jerg you know dan jurgens and and you know jerry ordway yeah. and all all those teams that brought us that stuff through the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff that's who superman has been in the comics but nobody's read those comics nobody's yeah. understood what a leader superman is and that clark kent's not a doofus who who falls over everything and and you know is yeah. is, is a dweeb and all those things but in the in the popular culture People honestly think that that is the dominant, that that is who Superman is. And yeah. it's very unfortunate. But And they tried to do it with Superman Returns. Yeah, They, they tried to bring that back work. with Superman Returns and didn't work. Mm -hmm. Do you see them, Dave, trying to bring that back again? Like the pure nostalgia and all that. That's what I'm a little concerned about. That's the only thing that I'm really concerned about this whole thing because my son and I were talking about it. My son just turned 18, and we were kind of joking about it because I said, you know, I said, you know, they're talking about this 10-year plan and everything. I said, so so now we know this was before we knew that it's kicked off in 24, right? So that's, you know, two, you know, a year for, or 25, I'm sorry. So that's two years from now. But that's what I was saying. So so if this 10-year plan kicks off, then I'll be 48 when this when we watch the next Superman movie uh, in 2025. So if it's a 10-year plan to see where this all goes, I'm going to be almost 60. If this thing sucks, right, if this thing sucks, that means that I'm literally going to be into my 60s watching some some version of, of this junk that, that, is, that, is, that sucks. And my son looks at me and goes, that'll mean I'm going to be in my 30s when this, you know, like, like deal with this stuff, right? And, like, when you put it in perspective, like, you were Dude. talking a large chunk of life that this could suck. I said, I and I told yeah. my son, I said, if this doesn't work out where this is something good, I'm like, I, I don't see me getting something satisfying out of D.C. Yeah. probably in my lifetime, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we talked about the trunks before, and, yeah. He's Dave now. He's Dave yeah. now. You're yeah. Dave now, Eric. I, I I was just I I, I want I no, I just I I want to ask I wanted to ask Dave I I want to know I mean like do you think that they go back and try that again just out of stubbornness because they know that that's I mean they keep bringing the theme song back I know yeah. dude I, I, I you love know, the you know theme don't get me okay, wrong so here's 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 my thoughts when it comes okay. to this because you know I was thinking that same thing too this whole ten year plan because hey guess what James Gunn he ain't no young buck either you know mm -hmm. and I was going like man. 
He'll be in his 60s, I think, too, by the end of this thing, right? He's in his 50s right now. He'll be right? closing in on 70 when this is done. Oh, because he's, he's like now. 55. He's now. 57. He's yeah, 57. So, so like, I was thinking life. that same thing, and I'm like, wow. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to the whole, it's like, all right. So what he has to come in, in, in and do is be like, all right, we have – okay, a little nostalgia, but you also have to make Superman make sense in modern day. You know, yeah. and you better believe you better believe. And I totally believe it. And, you know, I'm somebody told me this, but I mean, I can't confirm it unless I literally were to ask a guy. But I wouldn't be surprised if he fucking called Zack Snyder, picked his brain a little bit, called yeah. up anybody who who has you know, everybody who's dealt with Superman and just like pick their brains. And I'm really hoping that he did like he's not just going in going, this is what I want. No, yeah. he's literally reached out and gone. All right. And yeah. probably read scripts that were. He probably read JJ's flyby script. He probably mm -hmm. read all kinds of discarded Superman scripts. And now he's just trying to figure out what's the fucking formula to have yeah. it modern day. And yes, there's a lot of pressure there. It could suck. We could watch and be like, "Wow, nope." You know, we could absolutely yeah. do that. So I don't know. It's just going to be. It, it yeah. is going to be a difficult thing. And I don't think he's going to go full nostalgia. But. And he's got he's got to be fresh with it. I mean, I saw somebody it. say I, to your point, Dave, I, I saw yeah. somebody say this week that Superman doesn't have to be relevant. <gasps> that, that Superman doesn't need to be relevant wow. to today. Oh, that that Superman is timeless and classic and that and that Superman needs to be uh, yes. needs to draw from that. I keep oh, on that's saying, that Superman group like, again, huh? I told you to leave that. I Superman want Brad group, Bird. Dude. I want Brad Bird. I'm like, I'm thinking Brad Bird, but it's going to be James Gunn. So. Yeah. yeah, I like Kenneth Branagh, but yeah. What, directing, yeah, it, but, directing it? Can, can yeah, it's directing it? Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. It's gotta be James Gunn. I don't even see why that's. Yeah, it's gonna be James Gunn. Well, it has well, to be. Remember, well, remember the fact that Gunn said that he was offered Superman, he turned it down before because well, he, he didn't wasn't want wanting to show that. He's why? running the show now. Yeah, he's but running this the show is now. why. This yeah. is why he didn't want to do it, and why you can imagine him calling up Zach and calling up the rest because he's like, I don't want this on my plate with all the pressure. Over on the one side, there's a bunch of people who want nostalgia, who want you know him to be saving caps, who want the stupid trunks and yada yada yada. Or on the other hand, there are people who want him to be relevant. What do I do well, here? You can't take the job if you have that kind of trepidation, though. You either take yeah. the job or you don't. He took the job. So in yeah. my opinion, not only did he take the job, he has to be the director of it. This is the most important part of his universe. It's it's a very it's a primary step. It is literally the remote control in which he's going to dictate whatever he has going forth. So even if he doesn't direct any other movie, the Superman movie, it has to be him. It should be him. I don't think there should even be any other any other option. Um, this is your game. I mean, Kevin Foggy hasn't directed any of the Marvel Kevin movies. Kevin Foggy's not James Gunn. And it's not yeah, DC is not Marvel. It's a, it's a totally it's different, a different thing. And and even James Gunn, he, he was quoted on saying that um that he thinks like you know the slate that they have now was like it, it probably is even like you know it's more organized and more connected than like say the phase yeah. one slate at first again. And I actually believe that because they didn't yeah, know sure. what the hell they were doing back then, even though I you know, arguably phase one was like you know. We all are like, yeah, that was good shit. Um, even though maybe because it wasn't so connected. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, when it comes to connectivity of all this, maybe they're not going to be doing this. But, uh, Doug, you have not talked about uh, a, a lot when it comes to this. So what are your what is your two cents when it comes to this? All right. Obviously, the the number one disclaimer, you know, I love the Snyderverse. I love the DCEU. Um, but that whole thing was dead the moment. Tushahara won the bake off against Robinoff. 
-hmm. it was it was it was headed towards disaster then and so i mean i was excited by cavill coming back but it's uh your girlfriend from college has moved on gotten married and has two kids like it, it's we need to move on and uh that that whole realm of dc is gone and um we need to kind of move forward with this so understanding that and knowing you know what's coming up i'm i'm kind of fired up by what's going on because like rob keys said on friday like there is a direction there is a plan it seems kind of disjointed but it's hitting a lot of different sections of uh the dc universe which is rob, really cool rob gave me a lot of like a uh, little bit more like hype because just the way because rob's really good at explaining things and yeah. he, of course runs a fucking website so we got all the details mm -hmm. big time and then he just the way that he put it out there i was like wow okay so i actually like what rob's saying so anyways continue sorry yeah. no you've got you know you've got a foundation for your uh trinity with brave and bold superman legacy and you know a Themyscira movie you've got um, you've got things into Just Like Dark with Swamp Thing. Um, you've got something out of left field but can play off the the boys kind of hype with the authority. Uh, you know, all these projects may not yeah. hit, but if they're on a hundred million dollar budgets, then they don't yeah, have to be thing. huge successes. They can still make a huge profit and do very well. I'm fired up for Lanterns. I, I really want to see who runs that and who writes it. But you know, when you're when you're throwing out things like Game of Thrones esque and and True Detective esque, like I'm really fired up, and I, I like the idea of the first Lanterns movie, one being how how Jordan and John Stewart, but also Earth based before you spread out to the bigger galaxy. I, I, I there, there's a lot of room for hope and probably more hope than we've ever had, um, even if it's not, you know, I I love Henry Cavill, but I hope James Gunn makes some calls and. Uh, one of the things about Superman, I, I can see them splitting the difference between the Man of Steel tone and the Christopher Reeves tone. You don't have to go as cheesy as Christopher Reeves, and you and you don't have to go as kind of real world as as uh, Man of Steel. But you can kind of split the difference. And I really hope you know in talking with Booster Gold, uh, he he calls Dan Jurgens and says, I mean, mm, he's my favorite. Awesome. I'm a I'm a child of the '90s. So Dan Jurgens is the man. He is my favorite Superman writer, and yes. he's my favorite Superman artist. And a lot of people will disagree with that, but I think he's a master. They're wrong. Being able to write that character for so long and so many different things, and you could see it. Like number one, I'm a, I'm a Superman guy, so I'm I'm excited for Superman Legacy, even though I would have rather seen Man of Steel two, but. I think we could see some of that stuff from the nineties, like some of these side characters, we could see the Kents back alive. We could see, yes. uh, you know, Lois Lane even more developed and you could see side characters like Bibbo, you know, maybe you bring in yes. steel steel is one of my all time favorite characters. Um, and yeah, what's Shaquille O'Neal doing? Oh God. Yeah. That movie in the comics i could see um i could easily see um jamie fox playing him like how he looked in dan jurgens comics like that's my first thought yeah. my always thing is you gotta if you're gonna do john henry Irons, you need someone huge the guy's six yeah. seven he's a monster so yep. um but anyway uh so you could see the expanded universe from you know a guy like me and and maybe james gunn too reading the 90s comics and you get an expanded uh, universe for the for Superman, whereas it was very condensed in in, in Zack Snyder's because he had a five five issue arc. So 
Um, I'm excited about Bad Family. They they were absolutely right about them being neglected part of Batman movies. Like I love Batman, I love Dark Batman, but mm-hmm. not being able to see Robin done well. Uh, Damian Wayne has me fired up, but the ability to do, you know, Hush or Nightfall or uh, Battle for the Cow or uh, just having Nightwing under the Red Hood it would be great. Even though my favorite Robin's Tim Drake, he kind of he might get left out of that, but. Um, I think he'll be there. Yeah, I can see all of that. Um, you know, Batgirl done right. Uh, so I, I'm kind of I'm kind of fired up by the possibilities, and you know, who knows? You know, something like uh, the Authority may really hit and, and be a popular commodity. But um, I hope so. I think I think a, a plan is better than no plan, and and we haven't had that in a very very long time. We, we haven't, haven't had, had that at all. I mean, I mean, like I, there was even people that were comparing. Um, Obviously, there was a leaked image that somebody took of the little conference thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it was a small room. It was a small screen. And then people were, like, posting it against, like, what happened in Comic-Con 2016. And I was just going, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you realize that all the shit that they were, like, those directors ended up, like, more than half right. ended up not doing those movies. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, like, what are you doing? Like, that's not a good comparison. It really is not yeah. a good comparison. And the funniest so, thing like, I heard was that. that because James Gunn was sitting down, it meant that mm-hmm. uh, he was not confident and that this was a failure. <laughs> yeah, that was the and funniest I, thing I heard. Whole, yeah, uh, and after, uh, yeah, but and I admire small, the, Sorry, and as for the ahead, small room as opposed to Comic Con, I mean. You do realize Warner Brothers is up to its button debt, right? They don't have it's they don't like have they the money to do. Uh, it's yeah. not even the debt thing. It's it's for a private showcase to the press and to shareholders. Yeah. That's that's the point. That was that was that was a typical that was a typical gathering of of people in a room where you do a presentation like that. Anybody private? who says anything else shows that they're ignorant of how things actually work, of how the real world works, and, and they're trying to to project something onto this yeah. nonsense. To say, oh, because James Gunn is sitting down, it says something. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut I'm sorry, face. but just shut up. To, to say, well, they, they don't have any money. That's why they have to do it. Well, where, where are they supposed to do it? The Taj Mahal? Exactly. Yeah. Like, 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 like does they, the room have to be gold-laden? And, and... They have to save as much money as possible. So, of course, they're going to have a little room on the Warner Brothers lot so we don't have to rent anything out. And it's like, hey, here's a screen. We're going to show it. And guess what? We're going to have placeholders for the yeah. title. I'm just saying money or not. I'm just saying money or not. Where else are they supposed to, to, to do yeah. a meeting yeah. Just where they're presenting, this is what we're doing, guys. You just need I mean, a screen. This isn't Comic-Con. This isn't Comic-Con. They're not doing some like crazy over-the-top pitch or whatever. They already got the job. They're just trying to explain where they're going and what they're doing, and they're talking it out. Like This is not this is not some big elaborate thing over-the-top like a Comic-Con or like trying to sell it to the public. No, this, is literally, this is literally just offices. If they literally just met in Zaslov's office <laughs> and projected it on the wall there from their little table that would be fine too yeah oh it's, it's not d23 but uh we got jose finally coming in right here yeah, jose is he, is he, is he working your video's choppy but i'm you're watching there. on the screen right now. Hey, how about that this thing crashed on me like five times trying to get on here Probably and got as soon as I get on here, I hear you not going, shut up. And I'm like, I just got here, bro. Why are you telling me to shut up? <laughs> not you. 
<laughs> Not unless so you're one of those who, who are talking about that room. Are you talking about that room? Because if you're talking about that room, you can shut up too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. That was my oh, room. Okay. That was my no. That was my closet. I let them borrow to do the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get a screen in his closet. In the closet. Um. No, but yeah, that was I'll funny. Just stand though, when, here. Yeah. When people. <laughs> James Gunn came into the closet. Um, hello from Hollywood. Them, like, what do you expect? What do you expect for some? You know this company. It's fucking. It's January for God's sakes, and it's like right. Yeah, it was, and then of course the titles. People were like, "What the hell's going on with the titles?" I'm like, "They're literally just the comic book titles." Don't I know. We're looking at the Superman logo, being like, "This is oh my god, looks so cheesy." I'm like, "You know, it's from the." I comic mean, books, tell me right? you don't read comic books without telling yeah, me. Yeah. Dude. yeah, I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but but you can have the way people tell me. People, the the comic books aren't important. Whoa, whoa, what is that noise? What is that noise? Click, 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 click. Where are you at right now? Jose, is that you? <laughs> yes. Damn, I'm, at, so I'm at Mardi Gras. Sorry, I'm at Mardi Gras. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, but seriously, wow. seriously we could have... Uh, walking down Hollywood Boulevard. So, you know, everyone's a little active right yeah. now. Pe people just always tell me, like, anytime I bring up the comics, they're like, you shouldn't have to read the comics. You know, why are you always talking about the comics? Don't, you, people don't have to read the comics. The comics are why these characters exist. Whoa. Whoa. They're kind of important. Way. Yeah, They're kind of important. Not just not just the stuff that we've seen in television and movies. Those things are great, but that's not where these characters came from, man. You know. And how about them Who selling out of books because they named them? Yeah, right. well, that's what we talked about that. They're selling out left and right because he named yeah. the comics that are inspiring it. That's great now, business. That's very very smart. Very smart. By the way, folks, if you're buying those books, wait a little bit. Just wait a couple of. And within, you got ten years for these movies. Do not pay hundred bucks for this. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. As much as I want to take your, th that's bad. No, just <laughs> wait till it'll come down. Don't don't be DC don't be Universe uh, Infinite. Yeah, I think the biggest thing they have. Listen, um, going against them, uh, especially because we have a, two and a half years to sit, is one is just is the credibility. I think chief among them is credibility. Yeah, you you have two and a half years, and I, I know the, uh, Greg. You said move on. It's easy to move on, but. Moving on doesn't mean something is still isn't there. And like I always likened it to running a, a marathon, right? I get to the finish line, and the guy at the end of what the finish line is supposed to be is not even the same guy that I started with. He tells me that those miles you ran don't mean anything. But by the way, would you be interested in running another marathon? It's like, do I really want to go exactly. on ride with you when the last time I went on this ride, I kind of got to pick you out, Jose. You know. <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of tough, so they have two years to build that. And two, it's going to be interesting to see how these movies are interlinked because I know people will say, well, you should just go see them because they're good movies. That's bullshit. All right, that's, that, that's, not, how, that, that's not how the general public goes to see movies, especially when then, when then most of these were sold to you as a connected universe. Oh. It would be different. Like Robert Meyer Burnett connected, uh, he um, said he uh, compared it to The Godfather. I'm like, the Godfather, I mean, the general audience didn't know about Godfather 2 or 3 when they went to go see it. It was never, the Godfather was never sold as a shared universe. So when you, if you were selling something as a shared universe up to a certain point, 
you can't I don't I can't make a good argument for anybody to really be all in for these movies. I mean, like the Flash is going to be a spectacle, but you have I don't know. I, I still that, say you know? I still say if it, if it's a good movie, it can stand that, on its own. There's a lot of good movies yeah. that don't make money yeah. because a lot of certain. That's fine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't movies. think that it's. I don't think that it's a complete waste just because. Yeah. Just because I mean, it's it's not you know necessarily part of the next. I'm not you know, saying it is, but whatever. you have to do a marketing job to let your general audience who will think it's a complete waste. You have to sell that to them. And we're, you have a good enough argument other than that. Because that I agree with you, but that argument, that, that's not going to fly when the guy yeah. pulls out his money for the money. Thank yeah. you. But the, yeah. biggest, the, biggest, thing, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, though, is and, and going back to the whole comic books thing, and I and I hope they even, like, when they when these first trailers come out, have, like, you know, like the, the little splash screen at the end or whatever, they'll be like, hey, uh, if you want to brush up on what this is going to be about, you know, here's oh, that. Yeah. And then have links provided, add to that. And then, or, or even like anything that, even if there's an animated uh, movie about it that, that that's associated to it, you know, do the same thing. Like, hey, do that. I don't know. I just think like that whole, like, the, the fact that James Gunn posted you know what Brave New Bold and that. all that yeah i love the fact that he did that because i was like okay this is something entirely different not even kevin feige does this shit. nobody no nobody no he does not no. what they should do every wednesday every wednesday new comic book day? On, yeah on youtube him <laughs> and jim lee and oh, everybody that's involved in the creative process of for about 15 or 20 minutes should be giving the information every wednesday so that's that smart smart so that so that it's interconnected because guess what we're talking about this movie that's based on this comic book and guess what jim lee's sitting here you got you know you're you have it interconnected in an excitement about it and, and within this two and a half years instead of us sitting around you know with conspiracy theories about the way things are going to go we can be hearing it from him and the creative staff and it brings those people that are only the movie people into the comic show and vice versa it, it was every wednesday every wednesday for about 15 minutes on on youtube or on their website. That would be great. It'd be a good time to point out that the two top dogs in D.C. were both uh, born and raised in uh, in St. Louis. Jim Lee cool. and, and uh, James Gunn. So, just got to um, brag about my city. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, about the city. Yeah. And by the way, I will say this. If they do do it, if they did work to do what Will is saying and do it every Wednesday, that would certainly give you a lot of material every weekday. Exactly. Oh, that's all he cares about. William just wants sales at his store. That's all he wants. Well, yeah. it's, it's a con- listen, conversation generates commerce. Conversation yeah. generates commerce on everything that we're talking about, whether it's YouTube, whether it's comic book salesmen, whether it's these movies. If you have a pot, and this is the one thing DC has not had the last five or six years, is a positive conversation. The conversation has been like, oh, what now? Instead of, ooh, what's next? And that's where it needs yeah. to be. And I think we yeah, can get I, that, I, they got to engineer it to, you know, yeah. to make it that way. Yeah, and I think I, I'm really with, and I've really been with you a lot. Like, will like what you said, Will, about how you know how people, the average Joe, is is does will in fact care about continuity. A lot of people um, underestimate this. A lot of people are assuming, oh, look, people are smart; they can just, they can understand that this is a new version. Well, look, I can't tell you how many times I've talked with you know um, someone who's not you know a comic book. Um, comic book movie aficionado like all like all of us are who when they know that oh wait a minute so there's a new batman or whatever but it's not the batman in the movie that i saw before wow okay and it's like wait so ben affleck's not batman anymore wow that's that's dumb or because when you tell and when you tell them about a reboot especially if you talk about and i get it 
Look, I really do, this is why I really do not like the whole idea of selective reboots and selective recasting because I got news for you. People are just going to go, wait a minute. Does this have anything to do with before? No, I'm confused. They're going to be confused. Well, there's, Sorry. there's no way Gunn was going to not keep his characters. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, a, that'd be a bad conversation to his so wife. Like, only, hey. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> it's only a soft reboot. Or leave open up as, uh, uh, you know the the possibility of having Jason Momoa's Aquaman again because if 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 Aquaman two makes a lot of money, Aquaman three is getting made. I don't care what any fan says. Fan, us, well, even us fans, said that. Yeah, fan feelings don't don't pay electric bills. Money does. Well, look, but again, this is the issue of the average show being confused. If they if an Aquaman three comes them in, they're going to assume that it has to do with the previous universe. Here's the thing about that. Hold on. Here's the thing about that. Confusion is not an excuse. If there is confusion amongst your audience, one of them's a fucking idiot. Either the person presenting the information or the person taking the information. All right. And usually neither. All right. Your audience isn't stupid, and neither is the person presenting. So the messenger is that is literally their job to present the story. If your audience is conducting like the army, my if my squad was confused, I took the heat. It's my job to if I'm giving the message. And the message isn't getting across, then I don't need to be on my job. All right. If you're going to introduce King, if you're going to introduce King, the most confusing character in in my lifetime of collecting comics, and they can do that, and they're going to pull that off, then you there's nothing about what DC could ever do that can match the confusion of King. And then they're going to do Secret Wars, another clusterfuck after that, and make that work. <laughs> Trust me, your messenger is the issue. It's not your your audience isn't an idiot. And if you're not an idiot as a presenter, then that is your job. And if you can't do your job, you know, move on and let some other guy take it. Oh, isn't that but what that the Flash movie is not an for? Excuse. Confusion is not an excuse. Isn't that what the Flash movie is for? I'm sure the Flash is going to have something at the end that explains that these other characters, that these characters from the past are over here, and now this is the new universe. I'm pretty yeah, sure and then they should have other narratives too. Yeah, I mean. It's explainable, is what I'm saying. It's explainable. It's gonna be interesting, but yeah. you have to take off because yeah, I'm not getting out here because I gotta do um, I gotta do my show in about uh, 15 minutes on the Point Dexter now. I'm part of the Point Dexter panel. Yes, lad. go check That's it out. Yeah. yeah. All right, not thanks. Not All right, guys. I mean, like, no, no, but uh, Jose, the fact that you brought up the Flash is like it's gonna be interesting to see. Like, okay, so yeah. we had we were supposed to have cameos. I mean, the, the Wonder Woman cameo is always gonna be there because that. Uh, mm-hmm. From what I gather, it's not an it's not an end cameo, but Cavill's cameo most likely removed because it was a end cameo. So I'm kind of wondering, like, so if they if they cast their new Superman. Would they immediately introduce him at the, you know, when some fuckery happens with the... Uh, I, I was just going to mention, really, from nah. it got all weird, but, like, do you guys think that the Flash <laughs> can offer any sort of closure to anything that's been going on in the DCU, or no? I think it could do a little bit when it comes to the Snyderverse. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. But it might, like, at least keep it into, like, its own little bubble cop pocket over here in the yeah. multiverse. So the thing yeah. is too that they're like, they're in a they're in a hard place because they have to wait to see how this movie performs. Yeah, true. If this movie performed, they can't just go and be like, "Well, we're gonna fire Ezra, and uh, Sasha Kai is no longer Supergirl," because uh, the movie hasn't even come yeah. out yet. The movie needs to well, come see, out. That, the movie's that, successful. Yeah, they're gonna want to keep these characters, and they wanna they're yeah. gonna want to continue with them. Well, that's the thing. All these all these people that I see, like you know, I see like John Campion, others 
who are yeah. out here yelling and screaming that, you know, Ezra's gone, Ezra's gone, Ezra's gone. And I just keep RJ. asking the question, well, why? <laughs> if if the guy has literally been acquitted of of everything that they've been ac- accused of, pretty much, except for the the breaking and entry, which is kind of a weird story yeah. unto itself, and, and we've never really gotten all the cl- clarity quite on that, but that's what Ezra admitted to he's getting help for it he's you know they're they're in rehab they seem to be doing pretty good with all that stuff yeah. uh and everything else everything else has been dropped or been shown that it wasn't that serious wasn't a wasn't a thing right you know like uh, like I, if i hear if i hear john campia talking about the grooming thing one more time <laughs> you know i whatever man you know uh, you know, the, the, all those all those things have been dropped, and all those things have been proven that that they weren't that they weren't a thing. Yeah. And 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 some of it is too of is is because it wasn't even in the United States court system. It was you know it was in a completely different um, vernacular. So, the, the, you know, the, this idea of you know like there, there's no redeeming quality. Ezra can never come back. No, that's. That's it's baloney. all going to come down to money. That that's baloney. Yeah. If, if the movie, if the movie does well does. and people and people respond to the movie, you know what? Ezra's coming back. If yeah. if the, if that's the story that it's they want to tell, if there if it's there's a yeah, if there's a story there that they want to go forward with Ezra, they will go forward with Ezra. This yeah. this yeah. nonsense of Ezra can never come back because of what's happened. That's just not true. It's just not true. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I will say this about Sasha Kai's Supergirl. I mean. What James Gunn has said about the Supergirl movie—I mean, it's 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 its own origin story. It's a very different origin. Well, certainly, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I mean, it's a very different origin story oh. than what we're getting in in Flash. Yeah, so, but at the same time, they're not gonna they're not gonna cast a blonde hair blue eyed person. They they yeah. better not because that'll get a lot of backlash nowadays. But, well, having said that, though, I mean, for all what I said about people's confusion, I mean. J.K. Simmons is still J. Jonah Jameson, but he's clearly, just look at him, he's clearly a different Jameson than in the Tobey Maguire movies. So mm-hmm. I will say, if you are keeping those cast members, as long as they look different enough so that the audience can accept that, yeah, they're different than the in those other movies, then yes, that would be, be fine. Like, it, again, just comes to the messenger, like Will's saying. Yeah, but also, like, those people, most of the people that watched that movie, they didn't care about that. They just were happy they were seeing three Spider-Mans on screen at the same time. They don't care about making sense of why is uh, Jay Jonah here from the from the Toby movies. They're just like, oh, whatever, we're just here for the nostalgia and the three Spider-Mans. I mean, that movie doesn't have the best script ever either, so... No, there's some things in there you watch, you kind of go like, okay. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I remember the first half hour, I was like, all right, can we get to the point where we get the other spider? You know, like, I, was, like, I was so right. anxious. I was so anxious, like, ready for them to show up because, you know, the story that they were establishing, I was like, oh, okay. Well, but just, yeah, Jose, kind of, you're in like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Holly weird. Holly weird. It's a, yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. when Mardi Gras was on a Tuesday because Fat Tuesday. Just saying. It's always mm-hmm. here in Hollywood, baby. Always, yeah. If you have, if you're, yeah, if you're where he's at, yeah. Especially on yeah. a Saturday, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, like, um, by the way, mm-hmm. like you were, sh- um, you were, sh- you, you, you and Ash were showing like off the um, the bat plane and all that. I mean, I don't. It's not as cool, but I do have like here's Batflex. Uh, Here's Batflex Batmobile right here. 
Mm-hmm. That's cool. Probably. I like that. Yeah. And this one, um, I forget. I believe it's it was in the Ar- the Arkham games. Yeah, Arkham, Arkham. Yeah, that's Arkham. Yeah. By the way, I gotta say, after the t- after you know the Nolan films, it's funny how much they're like everyone. Like they just want to take inspiration from the Tumblr, basically, because the Arkham Batman is such like a take on the Tumblr. You know, what? that's the one thing that I gotta be honest with you about. Yeah about the Batman, even though I have a lot of issues with the Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got the hat on tonight, but I, but there, I just, I have a lot of issues with that movie in general, but yeah. the one thing that I got to admit that it, it actually helped me realize is when I first saw the Batmobile for the Batman, I was like, yeah. what the heck is this? Why, why are, are they, you know, why is it just a car? And yeah. then I had to correct myself because I, I, I literally picked up the, the, I was reading the comic, um, out of my out of my box i just grabbed it one day and that's the the first appearance of jason todd and i was reading through that and i realized like wait a second like the batmobile is just a lamborghini here and then i read you know the next couple episodes or next couple you know uh books after that and it's like batman just has a, a corvette stingray that's just black you know yeah. and and the only thing that's batman about it even is that it has literally this cheesy just like license plate that has the bat symbol on it right yeah. and and i started thinking about that i was like you know it's really weird how we've been programmed over the last couple decades that the batmobile has to be either this spaceship rocket tank you know crazy thing it can't just be a car yeah and and it can be a car yeah. and actually now since then i i, I honestly the yeah. the batmobile from the batman is now probably one of my favorite batmobiles because cool. it's just it's, really it's just cool man you yeah. know and it's a badass car yeah it's a it's a sports car with a rocket engine I, that that that's cool well that reveal i mean every I, I saw it three times in the movie theater and i remember i saw it in the uh what's the rpx oh, or like sound whatever the hell the war yeah, I mean, of like that every, time, every time you felt it but man oh, that, yeah. that scene it was just like i felt it in my soul felt oh. it in my paints it was just, just like i mean look he shouldn't he shouldn't be driving it back he shouldn't be driving it against traffic 100 miles per hour in the rain where <laughs> oh, civilians are there God. but you know but it's so great it's so uh, great you know, you know those guys are fine those guys are fine yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they fine. are. I'm sure they're absolutely fine. No, they didn't, RJ. RJ, you can keep telling yourself that, but they didn't. I've seen the movie eight times. Batman, Batman chases the penguin. Batman causes the chase to ensue, which causes, in turn, all this. Stuff. Batman is just as much a fault as the penguin is. It's called the regular manslaughter. He didn't even check on him. Right. Didn't even but check. Didn't even, didn't check even care. And the thing is, the because... Movie. There's no dialogue in the movie about it. The you you won't hear the audience whining about Battinson killing like they whine about Batfleck. Nope. Nope. I mean that dude driving that semi is dead. I literally had somebody tell yeah. me, RJ, I think you were even there. Somebody tried to tell me, oh, well, the, the, he jumped to safety. You didn't see that. They didn't jump to no safety. Like yeah. the, it all it all happened so it's quick. Like Just because it's in slow motion in the film doesn't mean. I mean, I know that's a yeah, whole other exactly. subject. Like, but... I mean, you gotta admit, RJ, that's kind of hypocrisy and that's kind of a bias right there. It's like if it was that, if it was Zach doing a whole big explosion, it would be people shocking mad shit about it. If if but Zack Matt, Snyder Matt showed Batman with a cool if Zach, explosion, if Zack Snyder showed uh, Ben Affleck's Batman putting it to a hundred miles per hour, they literally show it. Going, going backward, going backwards against traffic in the rain with regular people, 
people would have flipped out about it. Well, man. in BVS, we did get that old Batmobile chase where he was crushing those villains' cars. Yeah, yeah but it was villains. Crushing villains is one thing, though. Crushing villains is one thing. The only problem that I have with 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 the Batman part is the fact that it's it has to do with civilian. Excuse me, okay. civilians who have yeah. no other. They, they can't get away. They can't get away. And Batman doesn't have to chase him. Batman knows where he works. Batman knows where to find the penguin. You know, it's not like he doesn't know, like, if he doesn't catch him right now, he's going to be lost forever. Like, he could he could, he could definitely pull off something different than than to just put the pedal to the metal and just chase him. What's interesting, though, like, uh, going in, you know, in uh, when it comes to the Batman killing thing, it's like, when it comes to Brave and the Bold, you know, mm. we talked about this last night. It's the fact that it's like, okay, they're going to have to be like, yeah, we're going to have to... That Batman's gonna have to be very much have that code because then you got Damien. And that's, right. that's gonna be the dy dynamic is the fact that Damien is a trained assassin. Yes. So it's like so so Batman has to have that code one hundred percent because yeah. that's what he's gonna have to teach, you know, or you know, well, that's what, I, that's what I really like about what we're seemingly doing with Batman, both in this and with uh, what Matt Reeves is doing, where both of these versions are seemingly gonna be very animated series inspired where it's like hey we're really going to make and also modern comic inspired it's like let's really emphasize the no kill rule and the morality of batman because yeah. i think all it makes for really interesting stories because yeah. and this isn't and again this is meant to be a slightly exact but it's like his version was very much a very specific version of batman to where you couldn't necessarily do like an under the red hood type story this yeah. type of Batman you can because that is a story that's all centered around that no kill rule and morality of what Batman does. Is he a hypocrite? Is he this and that? You know, that kind of dichotomy I think is really interesting to play around with. And also the whole thing like uh we were talking earlier about, you know, the whole idea of wait, again you're having an older Batman. Well here's the thing. If we're going into this shared universe with all the heroes are like are going to team up uh event soon you kind of you gotta have an older Batman who's had a lot of experience because with fighting all these villains and all the stuff that he's had to deal with and he's got no superpowers, he kind of has to have been the first superhero of this of the Justice League because he had to have had all these years with no one else to assist him, no none of these other big superheroes to assist him. So he kind of has to have been before all the uh, before Superman and Wonder Woman come into the equation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Wait, everyone's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did I get back in time? Nailed it. Now. Um, but, you know, like I said, like, but, okay, so when it comes to Superman, like, when it comes to the Trinity, the Trinity was always going to be, obviously, that you have to put that at the forefront, which is great. But, you know, when it comes to Superman Legacy, that's the biggest question mark, and that's probably the hardest one. Yeah. Uh, Brave and the Bold, I was like, okay, I like this concept because you already have an established Batman with an established yeah. world and you're already on the fourth Robin. And the general audience has no idea that Bruce Wayne has a kid. So that could be a good marketing. That could be good marketing. Like, hey, yeah. guess what? Did you know that, you know, Batman had a kid and it's like he made him a Robin and he's a little piece of shit? That's going to be, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, so we have wow. that. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. what do you do with Wonder Woman? Especially when the whole Gal Gadot thing is up in the air. Oh, yeah. let's just have a Game of Thrones type style series. And you know it's going to be on the it's going to be on Themyscira, and I, you could sell that very well because obviously Game of Thrones, very popular. I mean the last uh, Game of Thrones series, 
was did gangbusters. So they did a good job when it came to those two. But when it comes to Superman, that's just so that's the difficult part. So that's yeah. But everything else, I did not. I was like, how do you? And and of course, when it comes to Batman, you can't make it darker than Reeves' Batman. You really cannot do that. I mean, oh, you'd be surprised. I mean, remember? I I mean, you could, you could, but they're not going to. That's yeah, the they're not. You they're going to lean into have, it being this super. Yeah, they have to lighten it up, make them fan, make them fantastical, make them fantastical. Yeah. I want I some remember. Batman the animated series type stuff where it's just grappling hook, swinging, mm-hmm. doing some crazy yeah. shit. Where you go, that that a human couldn't do that. Who gives a shit? Okay, it's fine. We don't <laughs> need the grounded stuff anymore. Oh, yeah. and I'm also willing to bet too. People are going to probably hate this. I would not be surprised if it's blue and gray with trunks. I would oh, not be shocked if they do it that way. I want the blue suit. You know, I'd be down with that. I'd be yeah. down with yeah. that. Because navy blue is the color for you to blend into the night. Most people think it's black, but really, a navy blue suit would be better navy for Batman blue. than black. Like a dark blue. You can don't don't make it yeah. bright blue. A dark yeah. blue would look pretty yeah. damn cool. I think. And I think they're going to. I would have no it. problem with seeing that for once. I, I you think know that'd the be uh, cool. you know the Mark Wade, uh, Dan Mora, World's Finest comic that's going on right now. Those character yeah. designs and live action be perfect. Both of those. Yeah. That's where that's what you got to go with for both Superman and Batman. Yeah, and don't have it like a heavy like you know or you know um, don't have it don't have it be like you know emphasize the fact that it's like oh yeah it's all bulletproof it's tactical and shit like that it's like no just have like a you know I think that's what Snyder was trying to do a little bit with Batfleck because it did look like a traditional suit but of course it was very yeah. heavily bulletproof and everything like that but and so he and it was still there was a fantastical element to his that's why when it comes to nolan reeves and snyder it's like snyder was going for that fantastical element but obviously the more emphasis was on the other fantastical characters more than batman i just want this batman to be like you know what embrace the fantastical element you know take take it from uh animated series and all that stuff i want to see i want to see batman and robin like swinging on grappling hooks and kicking people (laughs) with two fucking feet and just like you know swooping in i want to see a silhouette of of the cape flying in as he's going to tackle some fucking, you know, some people yeah. like that. I want to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not too fantastic. I mean, we don't want Joel Schumacher again. Yeah, we don't want we don't want George yeah. Clooney. That's what I You know, bad credit cards. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. We don't yeah. want that fantastical, but yeah, no. we, but I just a little bit and but but there's no way that they're going to go like crazy, you know, because obviously there's the element of Damian Wayne, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting too if like this whole Ben Affleck rumor of him maybe like tackling one of these things that is gonna. I'm just gonna if, if that gets announced, I'm just gonna sit back and just go. I'm just gonna start laughing. Just yeah. Well, well, because you know, because you know, it'll start running through Dave that like now Ben Affleck has has you know turned his back on on Zach. Oh, and, wow. you know, and, yeah. and you know has uh, yeah, even though has, he came back for the Snyder cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you well, know, but yeah. now he will have turned his back and you know and and betrayed. Well, suppose exactly. I think I think in the press release or it was something I I think it was the press release they mentioned that Ben is part of like that architecture writers room like he's already in some of these meetings. Already. Oh, so, I love it. Case I'm gonna I, I you know I'm just gonna be like all right that's gonna be funny <laughs> because I've seen so, I've seen people on my yeah. I've seen other tweets where like oh, they, yeah. they, they Ben would never never work with gun and i'm just like you guys you guys are just feeling what you're feeling okay you guys are not you guys are just thinking about how you are feeling you can't do that 
it's all about you know it's a, still a business i've seen people too like when the whole jason momoa thing happened it was like oh, 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 oh. what about your bros uh cavill and fisher and all that stuff you don't care about that and i'm like fuck off man i mean it's like the Momoa, at one point, he was, like, broke, and he was, you know, he needed something to happen. And guess who Guess who helped with that? Zack Snyder. So, obviously, he's always in debt with him. But at the same time, do you think Zack would be like, How, no, no, you can't do anything that's outside of my universe? No! How Zach, Zach, How Zach, Zach probably goes, I'm glad, you know, Jason was down and out for a little bit there because he's even admitted it. When he got the Aquaman role... That fucking parlayed him big time. Same thing with Gal. Gal. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, she, she was, was done. Quit acting. She was going to quit acting. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's just amazing what Zach has done. And just appreciate that. Doesn't mean it has to continue for the next fucking century. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Good God. Be happy for these people. I want to post mortem Zach Snyder writing about his, you know, his memoirs of like, you know, like what, where the characters should go in perpetuity, yeah. you know, forever. There's no way that we're not going to get more Snyderverse things. Like, not, not, like I said, I would gladly take a cocktail napkin of whatever the fuck the sequels are. You know, I'm, you know, I'm totally yeah. content on on the nine and a half hours of of the trilogy that I have right there, physical copy. It's, you know, I I love the fact that I have that, and I'm not nothing erases that. We accomplished something nope. crazy, but anything else was going to be a bonus. It's going to be an yeah. absolute bonus. It's going to be. They can't take bonus. it away from us, man. They can't they? Can't take it. And it's always going to be in the ether. It's always going to be talked about. Anytime that there's like another version of a movie that that could be coming out, they're going to say release the whatever whatever cut, you know, because yeah. that turned into a pop culture phrase. Exactly. Now, I mean, there's so many things that we did. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, there's nothing about. It. So, I'm always going to look forward to what the new stuff is, and I wouldn't be surprised. If down the road we might get either in graphic novel form or maybe animation form, we can get some kind of conclusion, and that exactly. would be cool. But I'm not going to sit there and go, "Oh my God, uh, you know, we got to fight for it." And blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just going to be like, "Hey, I don't need to do any campaigning for." I think the only campaigning I want to do is for Constantine too. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> by the way, and if, if by the way, Dave, if it makes it feel better, um, I believe I believe you know roughly ninety something percent of the voters on that poll said yes they they are at least open to amazon prime yeah well it's just good i'm glad they are because yeah you know i i get why they chose netflix because zach is working for netflix but that exactly. doesn't mean he can't it couldn't work for another place but still at the same time i'm like you know when i got tagged on something where uh they said like well if i per, um participate in the 214 push for this i'm like no i'm not going to i'm not i'm not gonna tweet it at all i've not tweet that hashtag i'm don't plan on tweeting that hashtag i'm sorry you guys added like you know 17 other movies to the slate yep. it's ridiculous i'm not gonna you know you guys made it worse so i'm sorry it's not yeah. gonna happen not yeah. doing it not doing not it man doing it. I, I don't have time to do all that nonsense man that's the thing mm -hmm. is like that's not what i signed up for i didn't sign up for all this negativity i didn't yeah. sign up for for, yeah. for these threats against people whatever this weird thing that they're possibly doing at comic-con like like the the pictures of james gunn you know decapitated all that nonsense oh wow you know you know 50 more movies or or we're just not gonna you know accept it whatever all that junk no no, just because, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm really getting tired of just because I liked 
Zack Snyder stuff that people act like, well, then if you don't do all this new stuff that we're doing, you were never a fan of Zack Snyder. That's BS, man. Wow. That's BS. Like, you know, but seriously, people, it's it's they're freaking movies, man. There are people, I know, I know. fictional characters, fictional yeah. characters. There, there are people. There are people now who are blocking Chris Wong Swenson and screenshotting that they blocked him because they think he's not a true Zack fan because he's excited for Superman Legacy. Oh, you how dare him? him? How dare that? I'm sure if, if Zack would gladly go back on one of his videos and talk with Chris again and be like, yes. and, and you know what? You know what's funny too is like. You know, I'm hoping Zach is going to be showing up on the vodka stream again, you know, and we're we're going to talk. And I will ask him, like, hey, I'll ask him about the new DC slate. And I'm sure he's yeah. going to be like, hey, I'm I'm, oh. I'm he's probably going to say I'm curious to see what James Gunn does because him yeah. and James Gunn are acquaintances. They are friends. You know, I'm sh pretty sure that he's going to be. I mean, yeah. and it's going to be funny because I'm like, all right. How are and you then you'll react get angry tweets being like, why do you ask him about this? And that? I know, yeah, yeah, because the last time I didn't so ask him the tough questions. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I saw on Twitter somebody was gloating about the fact that, well, you know how, you know, why didn't Zach, you know, um, wit, um, say something, you know, make a statement, you know, expressing support for Zach the way he expressed, uh, the way, no, sorry, why didn't he express support for James Gunn um, if he's friends with him the way he expressed support for Henry Cavill when he was temporarily back? Huh? I was like, seriously? I know. That's all you got to say is seriously. Um, but we also got Carrie joining right now. I'm not sure what happened to say. What's going on, Carrie? Hello. Hey, Carrie. What's hey, up, hey. Carrie? Hey, guys. Hey, nice what movie? What movie you see? Uh, you knock, at the, knock at the Cabin. How? What'd you oh, think? Wow. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what I thought yet. Think yet. I'm back. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're, you're kind of in the ballpark where I was. I walked out kind of like... It, I kind of went like, huh? Like, I walked out like, huh? If you watch my first reaction, it's one of those where I was like, not fully like, oh my God. But then I, I wanted to watch it again because yeah. it felt plays like I out differently than what you expect a Shyamalan film yes. to play out. Interesting. Yes. And yeah. I, I mentioned that last night too. It's like because I'm always thinking about the twist, and then the twist of the twist, and then the twist. My twist. And, and this one, yeah. So what what a twist. So what a twist. Yeah, but but this one, I mean, I mean, I'm not. It's not spoiling anything, but it seems like it's just like it's just kind of a story that hey, this is what's happening. And yes, it does do some things where you're kind of going like, oh, but they didn't have the crazy. And I think that's M Night Shyamalan. Sadly, that's just what he's made his mark doing that. So yeah. when it's not like a, a thing that's going to be like, oh, you kind of go, oh, OK. So yeah. that's why, you know, you know, because like even I didn't like old that much, but I oh. liked the twist. The twist was really I was like, oh, yeah, really old kind of left me a little. Uh, and yeah. I love Shyamalan. I love his stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, the only two ones that I don't really that the happening the happening I really horrible. didn't care for at all. So bad. <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't really find anything redeeming about the happening. And yeah. uh, and then old. I What's liked on, it. I liked it. Plant? Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. Um, you know, but, uh, plant. Yeah. right. Uh, but you know, but, and, and old, I agree. Like the, the concept was cool. It was there, but then like the way that it ended was, there was just, it didn't, I, it didn't so, quite do it for me. Yeah. I, but, I actually, I actually liked the ending, but I didn't like how it got there. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. It was, it was really strange actually. But, yeah. but that being said, um, 
like I always root for him. I always yeah. root for him. And and honestly, yeah. I wish that he would have continued that uh uh that the the serious stuff that he was just going to produce. Like if you ever if you've ever seen Devil. Oh yeah, yeah. Devil. I great. really enjoyed Devil. Yeah. And and he was going to do that that what what do they call it um uh, what was it? he had like? What was it called the the midnight something or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Night something or yeah, whatever that was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be a series of of films like that that he just produced that he didn't direct. And I, I wish that I wish that he would have done that because I love Devil so much, man. Like I need awesome. to see Devil. I haven't seen um, the visit. Visit's uh, the visit's really good, man. The visit's and wasn't good. both the visit and split? Weren't those marketed kind of without his name attached to him? Like they're be directly yeah. both, but they weren't they were like up as being the next Shyamalan movie, you know? Yeah, because so the past, because the past, were, yeah, because like the past several movies before the visit were like bomb after bomb after bomb. Like there was the half, there was like Lady in the Lake and the Happening, and then and then there was like. Um, last year, I like the, the, the lady in the water. After, uh, what? I actually yeah. like the lady in the water. I didn't. Mind. Let's yeah. just not acknowledge the Lost Airbender, though. We can all acknowledge. Yeah, I didn't watch last. Year. I haven't yeah. seen. I it. didn't. I didn't yeah. care for yeah. that. Yeah. So that was oh, bad. So bad. After Earth or whatever um, happening, and that one I didn't care for either. And yeah. um, and then yeah, Airbender. I haven't seen any of those just because I heard they were really not. Very, but I don't know the Air, Airbender anime or anything like that. I don't know the. Yeah, me either. Right. Oh yeah, I, I've told the story, but like, because I was growing up and that movie came out like right, like I think it was like right when the show ended, so it was like big peak. Uh, and I I rented it at Blockbusters, but one movie for the weekend. I was so angry. I was so angry watching it. it made me so mad. <laughs> no, but I, I kind of like how the way he sort of made his comeback was less relying on the hype of it being an M Night Shyamalan film and just. Presenting the film as is and let Look, people split. Like, split, split was like, word of yeah, word. Split was fantastic. Yeah. I oh love my that. gosh! And I love how the twist of Split was that it was purely just that Look, it dude, was I freaked, out. I freaked out. I remember like yelling, and uh, my girlfriend was like sitting there like what what? I'm like ah, it's a break. It's ah. and she was like she hadn't seen it, so she yeah. was like what? Mm -hmm. And everybody was looking at me like why are you freaking out? I'm like it's right. Like, Nobody like are you, Tiffany was the same way, Dave. Yeah. Tiffany was the same way. We went to see Split, and then when the end happened, and I freaked out. She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, because we got out of it like one in the morning or something like that, and on a Friday night, we come home, and the first thing I did was open up uh, Unbelievable Man and or uh, Unbelievable Unbreakable. unbreakable. <laughs> uh, I uh, I broke out Unbreakable, and we watched Unbreakable right then. And okay. she was just like, wow, that's going to be part of this? And I'm like, apparently, this is awesome, you know? So, How did you guys feel about Glass, though? It's kind of controversial. I liked it. I liked it. It was a yeah. little underwhelming. I was underwhelmed. It was, it was a little underwhelming, but I didn't think it was horrible. No, it wasn't horrible. It's like, it's like how Return of the Jedi is considered the weakest of the original trilogy, but still, it's good, and it's a nice wrap-up of the trilogy. Yeah. That's a good point. That's just, good point. I've, well, I've never heard the uh, Return of the Jedi said that way. Before. I've heard people think yeah. about Return of the Jedi that way, but I'll be honest with you. Every time I watch Return of the Jedi, I'm reminded about like why it's really great because a lot of the I stuff that it. we hold dear as Star Wars fans actually comes from that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I it's, love you know, it that it's not as loved as the original in Empire Strikes Back. That's what I'm saying. It's. I think yeah. it, it's because of Ewoks. 
Yeah, well, I, think, I think Return of the Jedi is probably my personal favorite because of the way it concludes that part of the saga, even if I can admit that Empire is the better film overall, yeah. but my personal favorite, just because I love seeing the progression of Luke starting to become a Jedi Knight, uh, you know, he, the fact that he got to create his own lightsaber and he's, you know, there's a lot more going into his, mm-hmm. you know, him trying to understand what to do with, with Vader uh, and all that kind of stuff, uh, and and yeah, and yeah. Uh, all the the adventures. Uh, you know, yeah. I I was a kid when I watched it, so the Ewoks didn't bother me, and I didn't have right. yeah. 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 just like being with Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah, I, but I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I was annoyed. I was in high school when uh, the the Phantom Menace came out, so I was annoyed with Jar Jar right away. But um, youngins, <laughs> can we get but, William uh, back in here so I don't feel so old? Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, Carrie, now you're here. Um, obviously, we 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 veered into like other territory, but I wanted to get your uh, your take on, of course, on what happened uh, this week when it came to the DCU Chapter One. What was what was what, what was the project that stood out for you? And uh, you ask me next time. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I know, but like. <laughs> You're in and out of this. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. It's fine. I'm here now, though. It's fine. Okay, 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 okay. Well, before you guys do that, I got to get going. Okay. Um, love you all. Thank all you, right, Dave, God. for having me on. Love yeah, all you guys. You RJ, I love you still. <laughs> I love you still. <laughs> hey, Much love. You, all right, guys. I'll have a good hey, night. Boy. All right. Take it easy, Okay. So we'll go uh, Carrie first and then uh, Jose next. But Jose, please mute your your mic because we hear everything. <laughs> okay, there you go. Thank you. Oh, garbled. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. so I'm so glad you asked this, Dave. I've really been thinking a lot about this and trying to think figure out where I where I land on this. So so you know we're gonna get introduced to Kang in Quantum Mania. And you know, we're gonna get introduced to this whole idea of, you know, he has to, he's asking Scott Lang to go on this mission for him. And I think there's something that's gonna happen in there that where there's gonna all of a sudden be a splintering of multiple Kangs, and we're gonna see them spread to the different places of the D of the uh the MCU multiverse. And and oh wait, that wasn't your question, was it? No. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, get him out of here get him out of here uh zing zing all right i I, i'm sure scott has explained this to you i am on the same page as tim from the squad cast um the dc squad cast i'm broken as a dc fan because of the dismissal of henry cavill same Uh, so i honestly there is absolutely nothing in the dc slate that has me excited or interested um not even remotely um nothing at all nothing um, so the, the sourness of the henry cavill thing is just totally it, just it, it overrides it all for me that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's uh, it's gonna take me probably a few years really to get over it um i i really think um uh, to be honest so or maybe it's gonna take me you know like i keep talking about the the man of steel's Two script that uh, a story that I keep working on. Maybe it's going to take me finally finishing that to to feel like I have any real sense of closure behind it. So, um, it also here's the other thing that doesn't help. I acknowledge Grant Morrison's an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. I'm not that big a fan of his. Oh, <laughs> so I personally think All Star Superman is kind of overrated. Oh, I, it's not what I I, I really. I've read it. I have read it multiple times, and I, each time I kind of go, I don't really get what's going on here. 
I don't really get what he's trying to say. Why is Superman fighting this sun being Solaris? Why is he fighting Atlas and Samson? Are these characters that are rooted in DC lore mythology somewhere from like the 60s or 70s or something like that? Why are we like, you know, if this is supposed to be kind of celebration of all things Superman, like where's Brainiac in the midst of this? Like the Luther stuff is fantastic. The stuff with Lex Luthor and All-Star Superman is, is fantastic. But I I just the Morrison is just one of those weird one of those writers who again he he writes action really well. He gets character, he gets great characterization down and everything like that. But at some point he just gets too weird for my liking. Um yeah, and it's just harder right. to latch on. So the fact that Gunn is looking towards All-Star Superman as an inspiration for this, for Superman Legacy and uh, his, you know, Morrison's, you know, Batman and Robin run introducing. Yeah. Uh, I, I never, I never warmed up to Damian Wayne. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Who so has? I, I, I just never... I have. I, I just never I learned... Like to, Damian, okay. I just never learned to appreciate him as a character. I was just kind of like, I really don't need. I this thought story. it was like, it's a good, a good twist for Batman for like oh yeah remember that time that one night you had with Talia guess what yeah, yeah. It you know, your pullout game is bad dude <laughs> yeah. it, creates, it creates an interesting dynamic for sure so I'm not gonna like downplay that you know but uh, and you know ha- I think the way that Morrison did that well okay it doesn't help for me the fact that when Morrison was in the thick of his run at the time with in the comics of his Batman run. That was right when, you know, the dark Knight came out. Um, so yeah. at the time, the dark Knight, Batman begins and dark Knight really, re- really reignited my love and passion for Batman, but also for superheroes in general. Um, so I was like, I want to read, I want to get back into reading Batman. Uh, but Bruce Wayne's not Batman right now. Yeah, in the uh, and like, I just read, or I just watched this movie that is very street level, uh, crime drama focused, you know, no superpowers, no fanciful stuff at all. And yet Bruce Wayne is because of final crisis, Bruce Wayne is quantum leaping, uh, across time. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the Batman wow. type of Batman stories I'm interested in. So that's why when new 52 wow. launched and Scott Snyder took over as the main book, it took, yeah. Scott, it took Scott Snyder writing detective to get me Reinterested in yeah. Dick Grayson and also buy yeah. into him being Dick Grayson being Batman in the cow. Um, yeah. So yeah. when New Fifty Two came along, Scott Snyder took over the main book, uh, went into Court of Owls, and I was like, "This is the territory I've been wanting to land in for the last few years." It's so, like the one good um, thing about New Fifty Two. The one good thing about New Fifty Two is Scott Snyder's run as Batman. Uh, Superman Unchained, that also Scott Snyder wrote uh, and did with Jim Lee, is is also excellent. So, so you were were, uh, were you a fan at all of the action comics New Fifty Two with Grant Morrison at all? Initially, but again, I was, uh, that also didn't really seem to land anywhere from what I recall. So um, initially, I was fine with it, but I also didn't feel like not, he didn't get going far enough into it to like pay off anything he attempted to set up and whatnot so but plus i mean the whole the whole uh, the whole approach to superman period in the new 52 was was off because they were they dissolved the marriage with him and lois they 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 went out of their way to try and keep him and lois from interacting period for almost the entirety of the new 52 um so uh yeah uh, um I, I always thought that was that was kind of strange with it but so, okay, so yeah, it's so not, it's, nothing's remotely even 
like uh, tapping into your curiosity at all or anything or is it just really not really it's just gonna make me go like it's gonna make me go like what depending on what happens with superman legacy it's probably gonna play out like why couldn't you have had cavill do this um and yeah or even like even like swamp thing like the swamp thing dc universe show was awesome yeah you know, and I'm like, I would rather see a continuation of that than, but I mean, yeah, but, but you can't. You I'm, can't not enough, I'm not you enough can't, a fan of. You can't blame, blame the new regime because the old regime fucked up so badly. That's the thing. Yeah, that's not the point, though, Dave. You can't. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, you're, you're not. You're you're not wrong, Dave. It's just I know I can't divorce yeah. my emotional attachment to and Swamp yeah. Thing is one a character I'm not as emotionally invested into. Like I'm like, okay, I'll you know best elect I mean and again this isn't saying that I won't see the movies when they come out. It's just I'm just gonna walk in with ve- varying levels of apprehension going into yeah. it. Um so you know Mangold's a great director. Um you know so you know hey, if he ends up being the guy for it um then uh, you know, best of luck to him, and you know, I I don't doubt his ability to pull it off necessarily. But yeah. and I just the other thing too, if James Gunn ends up directing Superman Legacy, that's kind of like, hey guys, that means Emmerich is laughing at us <laughs> because Emmerich wanted Emmerich wanted Gunn to direct a Superman movie. So yeah, yeah. I know there's that whole aspect of it too, but. Yeah. But uh, okay, Jose, now that now that you're fully back, let's get your let's yeah. get your take on this whole thing. Now that you're walking, you're strolling down the street. <laughs> da, 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 I, I almost think you need, you know, if you can tell by the way I move my. Just think of that. Uh, no, you knew uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like walking, <laughs> as he walking all happy. That's me right now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. My thoughts. All right. Well, I'm not hating everything like Carrie. But I'm also, I'm cautiously optimistic, basically, is the way I would describe it. I mean, it sucks about Henry, but, uh, I mean, if it's truly, like, I mean, it just came out the other day, right, that Superman's going to be 25 years old? Yeah. Well, uh, Carrie, I'm sorry, but Henry can't play a 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you want you want him to and you think he can, he's not. If he's going to be a young 25-year-old, it's not going to be Henry. So, okay, it is what it is, then they're gonna have, we're going to have a new Superman. Um, you know, everything. I mean, I'm excited about the Batman. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Batman fan. Batman is my number one. And I like Damon. I like Damon as a character. I think it's very interesting. I mean, it's kind of the whole how Damon came to be. I don't know. That's going to be a little tough. Uh, um, I, yeah, I'm kind of wondering about that myself. I'm wondering, yeah. how, I'm wondering how they're going to handle that. <laughs> um, and then, but I'm excited about that because, you know, that's interesting to me that they're going to just start off from the bat that he finds out he has a son. Um, Swamp Thing, I've, I've always liked Swamp Thing. I mean, when I was a kid, I watched the Swamp Thing, that, that cheap, cheesy Swamp Thing movie. And, you know, I've always cartoon, liked him as a character. Cartoon. There was a cartoon also. Yeah, the cartoon and all that, too. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, like, I told, like I said in the chat, that like that Monday, or when was it announced? It was the Monday, Tuesday. right? Or, Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. was announced. I was like, you know, some things are cool. Other things, I was like, who? Who, who the fuck is that? Uh, I don't even know yeah. what it says. The authority? Like, I'm not the, yeah. yeah, I was like, who? But then I remember, oh, Midnighter and Apollo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know yeah, yeah. That. It was like one of and those. Then, um, mm-hmm. So I was like, that's that's cool. I'm just trying to figure. I'm trying, like I was telling you in the chat the other day, I'm trying to figure out, like, where this is all heading, which is, I'm guessing, I mean, it's called Gods and Monsters. So I'm guessing they're going to have some 
you know, awesome. magical, magical, mystical stuff. And, uh, the, you know, the jail dark is going to be involved, maybe perhaps somehow. And it's not even everything that's been not everything has been announced yet either. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand Carrie's, uh, you know, I understand Carrie's frustration and a lot of people's frustration that they're just done. They don't they don't care. They don't want to. But, you know, maybe later on things will change. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm intrigued. I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic and intrigued. I never wanted when as soon as Gunn said he was writing the Superman movie, I was like, he's going to direct it. And I don't know about because he always he directs everything he writes almost all the time. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so it's just I don't know. Yeah. But I think Gunn is smart enough to know. Like he said, he even said it himself, right? It's not going to be the gun verse. Like this is not going to be the gun verse. Not everything is going to be exactly like, like that my movies or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's just, uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird starting a yeah. whole, yeah. because it's hard to get over these last yeah. 10 years that came and yeah. went and nothing, you know, and everything was a waste. It was a waste basically, except <laughs> for, uh, getting, you know, some awesome movies here and there. Uh, but it was pretty much all that is done now. And, uh, I also don't know. I was always, a, I was always the one that's, this should be like a full reboot. Like don't do a soft reboot. Yeah, uh, but then I figured Gunn's not going to get rid of his uh, his cast and characters and stuff like that. So he was probably figuring out how to, like, tie everything in together. And it's, I mean, it's easy. You got the Flash. He fucks shit up. And shit doesn't stay, some stuff Some stuff stays the same and some stuff doesn't. You know, it is what it is. It's been like that forever. Yeah, um, yeah. The thing is, the thing is, uh, you getting the, I don't know, I think getting the audience involved in, in, in you know, into yeah. it is going to be tough. It's going to be tough because they've been here before and some people are going to be like, wait, what happened to, what happened to Ben Affleck? What happened to Henry Cavill and all this shit? So, yeah. but I mean, if you deliver a good, if you deliver a good movie and the actors are good and all that stuff, then, you know, that's all you need to yeah. go from there. But I don't yeah. think it's going to, I think it might not be a big success right from the start. No. I think it's going to, I think it's, they're going to struggle because they you just know, you're need, basically they just starting need- over. They just need profits right now. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like crazy so that they're going to have low budgets and then they just need to get that two and a half to three times that budget. And I think yeah. that's what they're shooting for right now. They're not shooting for a billion. Right yeah. Now. I mean, well, with yeah. Superman, yeah. though, how low can big. you go with Superman, though? Because with Superman, like, you should be spending at least 150 to 200 yeah. million. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, heard, I, heard that they were cap- I heard that they're capping this shit off at 100, but yeah, I'm just kind of, but yeah. when I heard that, I was like, okay, hundred, but I'm like, but some of these need probably yeah. a little bit more. Like, I can understand certain, you know, like probably most of them, but thing. I'm like, I don't know. But it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's probably gonna story. be, it's probably gonna be just story driven and like two action scenes, and that's it. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> but and that's gonna, not gonna make for like, like, and this is like, listen, story's important. It's it's paramount. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're trying to attract your audience, they need some flashy stuff. They need some good action. You know, they need yeah, some good stuff for those trailers. I mean, that was the complaint about Superman Returns. It was wasn't didn't have enough action. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, among, among other things, like, that was one of them. And how exactly are you going to do a low budget swab thing? I mean, seriously. Well, I could. I could. Series. Yeah, as long as you got the suit, like the suit is mostly prosthetics. 
The uh, one, actually, if it's $100 million, the one I'm most concerned about then would be Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. Because if you look at, like, the artwork in that comic, it's, it's super... It's, it's, it looks expensive, just looking yeah. at those pages and that artwork. But but at the same time, I mean, people were even bringing this up to me, too. It's like the Mandalorian and yeah. that kind of stuff, utilizing the, the dome or the volume or something like that. There's always that. I don't know. Like, I still don't understand... Like, is that cost effective or not? Because I know, like, there's been times where people, like, were going to use it. Like, Zach was going to use it at one point, but then decided mm. not to. Uh, it, it's never yeah, missed for budgets. I mean, yeah, it really, is. it really is. Let me tell you this. When I when I got the Batman on 4K and I put it on and it gets to the part where they're in the, you know, that, that uh, building or Matt whatever. Matt Reeves knew how to utilize it. Matt Reeves knew and how to utilize it. And I was, I don't, I don't know. I was kind of looking at it. I was like, yeah. Kind of looks kind of noticeable to me. Well, listen, the volume in the Batman was mostly used for like backgrounds and stuff, like imagery, yeah. like for yeah. backgrounds. It yeah. wasn't like Thor Love and Thunder where the whole movie Ugh. was in the volume. Oh, it's just like, oh. yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was that one scene where she, they're talking on the, you know, on the, and she's like, she jumps, the Catwoman jumps off the building. That's all the volume right there. But yeah. then I was looking, I was like, yeah, that's kind of noticeable to me. It looks a little off, but. Uh... Yeah. I don't know. It just depends Probably, on the person, I guess. By the way, going back to a uh, swamp thing for a second, what are the odds that he's going to um, to resolve and continue the show? Because the show doesn't well, exactly have continuity no, no, with no. anything. But no, no, I don't think it will. Everything and is going to be brand new. Here's a big reason why. Like, don't forget, James Wan was part of the production of the uh, Swamp Thing show. So I think James Wan is out of the Warner Brothers lot oh, as soon yeah. as Aquaman 2 drops. Because oh, yeah. he's, he's got his deal with Universal and Blumhouse. So, uh, well, on that, well, on that note, we were all wondering who uh, Dave Bautista could play, considering how he's not playing Bane. I mean, he'd be a great Swamp Thing. I think, nah, he'd be a good Hugo he Strange. He said he's already done... <laughs> He he got sick of having to put on the prosthetics for a drag. Yeah, he's not going to do that for Swamp. He's not going to. Yeah, he got sick of everything with drags. Yeah, didn't he say he wanted to be Lex Luthor? Yeah, well, yeah, because people fan cast him because he's bald. I hate that shit. He's bald. He's bald and wears glasses. The thing is, the bald and. And with with a deep tan, you know, Luther. I mean, that's very much like the animated Luther from the Bruce Tim, you know. It is <clears throat> the brave and the bald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I add a couple of points? <laughs> no. Oh, wait, I'm not done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <All> right. <laughs> no, like I mean, and and my issue is not because I don't think the storytellers aren't capable of delivering on good stories or anything like that. It's okay. just. I just I know I'm not in a place where I'm ready to just re reconnect with the new version when I guess I'm just at the point where when it comes to superhero storytelling, I expect you to give the conclusion. Like yeah. that's an expectation. Yeah. Like I got I got the conclusion to Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. I yes. got a conclusion to uh, I mean I watched Endgame earlier today. I got a conclusion to Tony Stark's arc, so I don't need more of his Iron Man. I got a conclusion to Steve Rogers' arc with Chris Evans, so I don't need more of his Captain America. So it was far easier for me to jump on board. Okay, Sam Wilson as the yeah. new Cap, and you know uh, I'm excited. You know I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm open-minded enough to for Ironheart and like, but I'm all, but I'm really excited for Rhodey to finally 
get some front and center, you know, experience as as a lead in you know uh, Armor Wars and his War Machine. Oh yeah, that's story. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Don Cheadle's a leading actor, so there's it's, he's been on this. He's been kind of second fiddle for too long in the MCU. So I'm more open to that kind of stuff because I got those conclusions. Whereas the DC EU is just kind of getting up. What were they calling that? Uh, uh, what were they calling that monster universe with uh, the mummy and all that? What were they trying to call it? Oh, the, 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 the dark dark We never yeah, got a conclusion to that. You don't hear me complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even bother to see Where's it. Where's my so. Invisible Man movie? I'm, I was really looking forward to that Russell Crowe Jekyll and Hyde movie. You never got it. Well, they messed up that bad. I, yeah. I, you know what? They, they they were trying to make it PG-13 action movies. When I walked yeah. out of the mummy, I was like, all right, there's some cool things that are in here. Like that plane crash sequence was fucking amazing. I was like, that was really cool. But like the whole thing where he's seeing his zombie partner, which is Jake Johnson. It's it was a like, ripoff of weird. American Werewolf. Yeah, yeah, very much Wait, a ripoff of American you Werewolf. And then, yeah. and then, What's and then, that? Yeah, and then of course there was like a lot of action that was happening, and I'm like, man, if they would have just taken the time to make this more of a horror movie, this would be great. But they fucking trying to make it like this, yeah. this Tom Cruise action film. Yeah. And it you know Tom Cruise, he has to be running. And the weird part is that like he does. Okay, well, the weird part <laughs> is too spoiler alert for this old movie, but like the mummy in the title isn't like like the mummy in the dark universe isn't Sofia Bucella. The mummy is Tom Cruise who becomes the mummy at the end. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. They try to do this whole weird thing where it was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's just basically making him a superhero. Yeah. They, they were trying to do that. And then they have Russell Crowe in there as Dr. Uh, Jekyll. Who's the Sam Jackson type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then eggs yeah. and stuff and it's like they, yeah. they were really trying but it just did not work it was just yeah. like too much it is sad though they had like a full cast in mind for like the major characters like they had um like they had um uh Javier Javier as as frankenstein they had like um they had angelina <laughs> jolie as bride of frankenstein they had johnny depp as the invisible man and on and so on and so on they put, but, way, they put way too many cards before fun the, fact you know that photo the, they put out where they announced the dark universe in the cast right about yeah. the photo of the cast None yes of them were we the same photo together. It was all no photoshopped. no they, they they that was all photoshopped together yeah i know yeah <laughs> they, were, they, they, they were individual and they put it all together yeah it was like they were really trying to capture that the the, the mcu for this shit so, i mean and was, he just waited till iron man was a success until he started announcing the cinematic universe exactly but they yeah. thought they had something because they have the universal monsters, which everybody has known for decades was, and decades yeah. and decades. Yeah. But it's like you can't yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah, the original shared mute movie universe was the Universal Monsters. Yeah, what yeah. they should have done is is because well now they probably could. You know, they got that Bloomhouse connection. Just do low budget horror movies that all are kind of like Whoa. somewhat connected, maybe like adjacently, but just like leaning on just making hey we're gonna like do remakes of these classic monster movies and make them like yeah. really low budget fun horror films well that's what happened yeah. with the invisible man that 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 they yeah. just had that was great yes. that was a fantastic movie it was low budget made a lot of money and it was like uh it was an updated version of the invisible man i thought it was fantastic i thought lee went all did it i gotta watch that again you know what? And on that note, it would be interesting to see a modernized version of Phantom of the Opera, of all things. Now, yeah. whether they whether they do the original story or they, they go with the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, I don't know. But 
I still feel like there's a there's a great. I mean, the the one with Benicio del Toro is pretty good, but I still feel like there's Wolfman. a really really Wolfman. awesome yeah. Wolfman. Well, they're supposed to be doing one with Ryan Gosling, apparently. I don't know if that's still Well, happening. Ryan Gosling as Wolfman, wow. Yeah. Who knows what's going to be happening. But, but I'm with you, Carrie. Like, the one uh, with Benicio Del Toro, I thought, I thought that was actually pretty decent. Like, it wasn't bad at all. But. I think it's just – I think you, you, it's tough when the you can't get away from the resolution. Is like, oh, he just has to keep running. Yeah. <laughs> he has to keep running you know, away from the people. Yeah. I was watching. You know? I was watching this uh, video on that on that movie, and it was like they said that it was basically like Benicio's passion project. He was a producer on it. He financed a lot of it, mm. like uh, with the, with the other producers. And it just sucks that it didn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a success. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's not a bad movie. It really, is not a bad movie. So. But I mean, yeah, I and mean, and you got Emily Blunt in there, so you can't go wrong with that, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I can't speak for other people, but you know, to. For me, like superheroes are my bread and butter, and super and, yeah. and the comics have been maintaining you know an, uh, an ongoing universe for a long, long, long time. Uh, even when they have changeovers yeah. in writers and, and artists, and, and the, even when they reboot, they still are making the effort of trying to keep it a connected universe. Sometimes for the sometimes it works, some well, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but you know that's always on the mindset. Whereas trying to do that cinematically is a pretty new phenomenon you know, uh, with the, with the stuff. So, um, yeah. trying to create a cinematic universe out of something that's not based in comics is always, I mean, like, I guess you could argue star Wars did it first, um, in, in some, in some aspects. So, um, but, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah I would, I would, I would be, a, as far as just my overall tone and feeling on the whole thing, I would be far more open-minded if I had, had actually gotten a conclusion of some kind, yeah, even exactly. if it was just one final Cavill swan song film, that would have been, yes. at least I got that, you know, I could, I could exactly. be a little bit more. And I, and also it's like, they, they've already announced that they, they have the Elseworlds imprint of films with the Batman yeah, movies, uh, and Joker two. Um, and, you know, I'm just like, if you've already got the Elseworlds thing, like, why yes. not? Like, that's where I would want to see a Cavill Superman solo movie now, or, or you know, uh, if the if the stars were to align somehow, getting Zach to yeah. come back and finish. I mean, Zach, was, I but Zach himself, we know before Zach Snyder's Justice League came out, he was calling his version of Justice League an Elseworlds tale. Yeah, so there's no reason you couldn't continue that saga. Uh, in my mind, there's no reason you couldn't continue those things. In yeah. or, or it's all that. about money. It's money. That's mm. the thing. Well, spend the money on that. But yeah. it, but again, Dave, like you're saying, like you've been you've been a want you've been a pushing for like Constantine two being an Elseworlds. Well, look how much money is with all the special effects that it's got to go into a Constantine movie. I'm pretty sure that as much as a Superman movie. That's what I said too, uh, Eric. I really yeah. hope Constantine two still happens. I just don't know anymore. I don't think. I honestly don't think it will. I don't think it's going to happen. but uh, just like it, it makes so much sense as Elseworlds, though. You know? Yeah. It would. It would. It totally would. But it was uh, Pam DeLuca and Alan Horn and all those guys that announced it right before James Gunn and Fra uh, Saffron came out, came about. So I don't think I. I mean, that's like when I talked about it the other day and I posted the uh, the shot. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm worried. I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, they would be stupid not to because it's Keanu Reeves like capitalizing. He prints money, Reeves. man. He yeah. prints money, and and they could do. But you know, they're probably looking at it as like, okay. Um, budget and they're looking at it as uh, okay. Uh, and if they care about 
Constantine 2 because that movie came out like 15 years ago, whatever the fuck. And I mean, it's just so many I've, things that they're probably considering uh, uh, and not, you know, and that's the thing. And then, of course, they're trying to establish a new Justice League Dark right now. So, yeah. I don't know. yeah. Well, and if it's done overseeing everything, he's going to want to make sure he puts his stamp on everything. So uh, bringing back Keanu Reeves, it would not necessarily be that. So. Yeah, it's all going to be interesting. But uh, I think we should wrap this up. We're going on three hours right now. I know, RJ, you said you had to go. So, yeah, uh, I do. But uh, yeah. I just want to thank you for having me on, Dave. It's been a blast. And uh, yeah, everyone no have a great rest of your night. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, who uh, showed up today. Uh, obviously, you know, I like doing these and uh, talking to you guys. That's why I wanted to do this one uh, real quick after this week, because I wanted to get your guys' opinions on it, because I like the differing yeah. opinions and stuff. But sure, yeah, uh, of course, you know, when it comes to the panel, I love, you know, that you guys, uh, you know, the support and all that stuff. But yeah, let's go around the horn and uh, promote anything that you guys have or anything right there. So first off, Eric. Yeah, well, you can find well, you can find me on um, on Twitter at Hard Boiled Films, and uh, yes, we are um, we are doing what we can to like keep the uh, keep the uh, ball running for um, the Just League Motion Comic Sunset of the Gods. You can follow that on Twitter at JL Motion Comic. Make sure make sure you do, and make sure you tell your friends. And if you don't know if you if if you if you think if you think you could act, um, tag um, DM me. And if you don't think you can act, find a friend who can. Have them DM me. There you go. <laughs> All right, Doug. Uh, at Doug Burby on Twitter. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, no problem. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> go Eagles. Go Eagles. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, Jose, as your – are you in a car now? Yes, I'm in a car now. I'm everywhere, man. I'm, I get around <laughs> this town. Okay. got to do my well, runs, at least you know? see, well, at least we see your face, Jose. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not at home laying down on the on my bed now. I'm like I'm, at, uh, I'm out of right now. Eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Yes, it's really me in my profile picture. People, I'm not a catfish. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Jose. That's my Twitter handle right there. Um, I don't really have nothing to promote because I don't do much. But uh, I'm just you know just looking forward to the. I'm a DC fan. I want to see these movies. I hope they're good and successful. I'm just. Cautiously optimistic. There you um, go. Because Make a t-shirt. What it is. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Carrie, anything? Uh, nope. If you want to find me on Twitter, ask someone else. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> ask someone else. Wow. Like Bird. Makes sense. Makes I, sense. I got yeah. reasons to for yes. make it obvious to not find me. So yes, he does have reasons for sure. Hold on, let me say one, uh, let me say one more thing. Okay. Lane, I see you. Thick and wolf. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. You guys in your thick and wolf right there. Thick and wolf forever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. And uh yeah, if you want to be part of uh, the discussion next time, subscribe to the Patreon. Try to do as much uh, extra stuff on there as I can. And uh yeah, you guys are great. <laughs> Love it. Love the support and everything. And uh, we will talk to you later. I don't see you.